Welcome to episode 16 of the Action Tune Bros. Woo! My name is Matthew Lewis. And this guy is Ben Sturgeon. And the, this week we are covering what, episodes 6, six through, through 10? Yes, yeah, 6 Of the 10. season 2 of, of Young Justice. Oh yeah, that's right, because there's like, what, only 20 episodes? So we're going to be yeah, like, we're about four, four, four episodes of like, four podcast episodes with five actual episodes yeah, in five, each. Uh, yeah, we're doing four blocks of five. <laughs> Thank you. That, that's a good way this, of putting it. From now on, that's We've had this complicated doing. discussion several times already <laughs> regarding how this is supposed and to work. And we'll keep having it. So. Of course. I'll turn the game down a little bit. Uh, oh, gee, thanks. Well, yeah, um, I'm saying, well, since my, I was, like, picking on the thing. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. Technical problems. Um, so, yeah, this is this is crazy. I mean, we've already we've already talked about those first five episodes, and... Yeah, yeah. Whew, I got already built up lots of info. I know, I have all these dang notes, and i got to figure out where exactly we were at the end of the last five. We did <laughs> figure out where we are now. Uh, Episode six, Bloodlines. Yep, Bloodlines. Opens on a weird ash-filled... Oh, this is, yeah. It opens on a weird ashy-filled sky, which we're like, what the heck's going on? We see an old man in a prison jumpsuit talking to some weird brown-haired kid. Yeah, uh, the kid it warns him that whatever, if it works, it, it it works, and the only person, one person, can fit inside this weird machine. Yeah, because the, the the one bald guy who's wearing like the prison does is like, I wish I could go with you, and then the weird brown haired kid's like, Sorry, only fits one. Yep. Uh, cut to Mount Justice. Nightwing is deciphering the Krolatean intel. With my Robin, my notes is Tobin for some reason, and Beast Boy Tobin. approach. <laughs> Tobin, there are Tobin. They walk in, and of course, you know, they're like, "Hey, what, you, what are you up to?" And he's like talking about the Krolatean data that he got from that uh, Martian Manhunter and yeah, uh, Magan got Magan last episode. Got. Yeah, that we were confused. Like, I was like, "Why, why were they two weird Krolateans in the ship when they got back to the ship?" And, and, make any sense. and of course, Nightwing starts describing that. You know, the, in the uh, data, the humans were supposed the humans that they captured were yeah. supposed to be some kind of like guinea captives pigs. and guinea pigs for something that for oh. a word that really has no translation. But the closest they could come up with was metagene. Now, this whole running arc that we go through for these episodes is very confusing to me because I'm used to DC stuff. <laughs> nice clunk with the mouth. Sorry. For um. When, like, the Medellin is, like, a known thing in all other DC properties, and, like, it's, like, a word that's said nonstop in all the CW shows. So, like, in this world, it being said for the first time was very confusing. I was like, wait, they keep talking, they don't know that word? Like, everyone said, they say the word every other sentence in goddamn Black Lightning and stuff. It's oh, just, they, like, did they? they yeah, see, see, I, the I don't watch the CW shows, so. Oh, yeah, no, they say it constantly. I was like, but they don't know what a Medellin is in this universe? It's so weird. Well, I mean, yeah, Robin, Robin doesn't know what that. Robin, uh, Tim Drake, Robin does not know at yeah. all what that is. And then suddenly, crazy energy signals inside of the base. And... It's like warning, energy detected. Yep. And all of a sudden, we see that one kid from the opening. Yeah, pop one out. kid from the opening. He pops out in yeah. this white very, and tan, yeah, red white, and tan, white and red. Red, 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 white, tan kind of outfit with like yellow goggles, and he runs super fast, like yes, a speedster. Ta da! Yeah, ta da! That's and where we get the intro. Yep, and that, that's where the intro comes in. After the intro, they're like, whoa, what are these impulses? And he, the kid's like, impulse? I like that name. Yeah, and it's a impulse. He's voiced by Jason Marsden, who you may recognize for uh, Tito from The Weekenders, or Max Goof. He's been in the show. He's, he was a voice of some other people, too. But he's a, he's a big voice actor. Uh, he's super hyper and all over the place, and he knows all and he knows everyone's identities, just hopping around being weird. He starts exploring the caves, uh, and he gives Beast Boy and Tim uh, like a run for their like run around, just yeah, literally the run around. And yeah. of course, like you know, they're like, yeah, we can catch him easily. They all uh, Beast Boy and uh, Robin have a difficult time. It was actually Nightwing that finally yep, just, just catches and cuffs him immediately. <laughs> yep, and then of course. 
Oh, when that he, happens, he keeps on using his weird slang. He's saying, "Oh, this is so not Crash. Yeah, this is so not Crash." Or feeling the too, mode. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, those are yeah I was like, ones. "Okay, so Crash." I wrote like slang translation: Crash equals good, and feeling the mode equals it is bad. bad. <laughs> yeah, apparently, the mode is bad, and yep. Crash is good. Yeah, we cut to Tibet, where we see Roy and Cheshire on their trail of the OG Roy. Yep, uh, OG Roy. <laughs> um, but yeah, because um, you know, um, Roy. Yeah, yeah, we're, I'm just gonna call him Roy from now on. Is like, hey, you know, are you sure this is all right? And Cheshire is like, yeah. And of course, you need closure for going on a, s- a covert ops mission in Tibet. Cheshire decided to bring their daughter along. Like, Lien is the name of the baby, I believe. Yep, Lien is with them for some reason. <laughs> and we cut back to Impulse saying he's a tourist, and many people travel to the past. He also has a really funny line about half the people at Comic Con being from the future, <laughs> or just people traveling back in the past. I'm curious if this episode aired at Comic Con or something like that. It feels like it would have. <laughs> it probably would have, especially with that. And of course, saying that he's a tourist from the future, Beast Boy goes over and he's like, "Oh yeah, you know things from the future. When do I become leader?" And, and, like, he just asks all these questions. And oh, he also says, finally, that he's Bart Allen's uh, son. Or he, his name is Bart Allen. He is Barry's son, grandson. Yeah, Barry's grandson. And, of and he also he, knows the identity of uh, Beast Boy and everybody else. Yeah, uh, oh, he, yeah, Beast Boy didn't know their identities. He's like, your name's Tim. Well, yeah, yeah, because he's like, he, he calls uh, Night Ring by Dick Grayson, and yeah. he calls uh, Robin by Tim. And, of course, Beast Boy's just like, wait. Your name's Dick? Your name's Tim? What? Yeah, very weird that he didn't know that. <laughs> and, of course, and of course, one of the other things he likes to say, after he's like, oh, you're doing the secret identity thing. Spoilers. Yeah, and this is when Mal shows up to the base and Impulse uses his opportunity to escape. Yep, and he just runs out. Where we... Is this where we cut to, uh... Oh, we see the knowing give him a glass of water before oh, yeah. and he reveals that was a tracker in the water. Yep, there's a tracker in the water. Like a microscopic tracker in the water. Yep. And this is when Nightwing makes a phone call as we cut to Central City. Yeah, this is where we go to Central City. Yep, where, where we see uh, all the Flashes are having an anniversary reunion. Yep, for, uh, Joan and Jay. Yep, Jay Garrick is yep. the OG Flash with the tin hat. So we have yes, he is. And, now. uh, yep, Barry and Iris are there. And, you know, they're like, yay, 70th anniversary. How's it... Get? Congrats and all that stuff. Yep. Barry gets a phone call, and gets a phone call as this is happening. He's like, hey, what's up? Wait, what? What kind of impulse? Immediately, yep. impulse runs in and goes, this one! <laughs> yeah, he's so silly. And he's just like, Grandpa, it's good to see you, you know, back in your prime and everything yeah, he like tell, that. Yeah, he's telling everyone, yeah, he, he slips up a little bit there, he gives away the, but then also, he's like going around talking to everybody, spoiling stuff. He uh, already knows that Iris is pregnant, he says, hey, he says hey to his mom, or, or hi, to his dad hi. and to his aunt. And hi like, dad, oh. hi aunt, wait, we're you're having twins? I'm having twins? Yeah, and also she's like, uh, Barry's like, she's not even pregnant, what are you talking about? And then Bart's like, or no, uh, and then Iris, Iris is like, like, um, uh, by the way, yeah, yeah. I was going to tell you in private, Yeah. but, and of course, oops, spoilers. Yeah, um, and of course, like, while he's going around, like, spoiling the future, Wally shows up and says Dick Grayson called him for help. Yep, and he's just like, dude, uh, Impulse, chill out, you don't want to reveal too much about the future. Yeah, I know, Iris gets a call about a villain wanting to kill the Flash. Yep. And Impulse is scared for Barry to go. He's trying to stop him from going. Yeah, he's just like, hey, you don't need to go, you know? It's a weird orange futuristic spacesuit guy firing weird beams, uh, flashing uh, statues all over the place. It's really weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, of course, and of course, as we get a cut from that, and then we see uh, Barry literally like to get out his super suit and just run super fast. And where and, and he's yeah. wearing it, and he's like, hey, don't worry, I'll be back but in a flash. Gosh. And of course, Impulse like. Does he always do that? Everyone yeah, in the room the is... The whole family's just like, uh, yeah, he does. <laughs> um, 
And As he of, leaves, Impulse follows him out. Yeah, Impulse follows, him. who is actually, like, on par with, you know, with Barry Allen oh, yeah. in terms of speed. Um, the villain is sending out huge waves of destruction all around him, and he looks vaguely like Samus. <laughs> Aaron, I wrote in my notes. Pretty much. Uh, Bart keeps spoiling the future and says again that he's here to see the Flash in his prime. So he keeps reiterating that fact and like being really weirdly suspicious with it. Yeah, like oddly kind of specific. And while that's something we see aliens saying that they're controlling this villain, Neutron. And that and that his powers are actually in really good control. Yeah. While one of them says maybe in too much control. Yeah, and also we they are using similar slang like Crash and Feeling the and Mode feeling the mode this yep. time. And then, uh, of course... After all of this is happening... We see you know, Tibet with Roy and Cheshire finally infiltrating the base. Yep, they're finally going in. Um, did they, is it actually like a League of Shadows base or something? I thought... I was curious if it was Nanda Parbat, which is where the League usually works out of. I'm sorry, uh, what? Nanda Parbat is where they're... Parbat? That's like their main focused area. I don't know if that was supposed to be that. Cause that's, like, that's like their main big Rachel Goose like base. I wasn't sure, like, is that what they're supposed to be right now? I, they were never clear. I thought it was just a random base. And of course, like, they're, they're like solid snaking it, you know, yeah, being all sneaky through. and stuff. <laughs> they take out two of the guards... And then, as that happens, the little baby decides to make one tiny noise, and they're already Yeah, surrounded. cut to, and like, the next frame, they're completely surrounded, like, with all the cuts weapons pointed out. It's hilarious. And I like uh, it because, I like it, because after that, he, uh, Roy's like, I told you we should have just kept her at your sister's. Yeah. Wally shows up to stop the cops from getting into any trouble, and Bart shows up, and he, like, already knows the villain's name. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it's like, hey, it's Neutron, apparently, if that's a DC villain. It's a character. It, it, is that, like, yeah, yeah. A, a famous one? Yeah. Uh, yeah like, man, okay. not really. <laughs> I, I never knew Neutron until this he's show. Not, so. He's a practically yeah, It's like, yeah, he's Neutron. How do you know his name's Neutron? Uh, you know, he totally he, yelled uh, said it, it at some point, right? Yeah. Neutron. Um, they speak to they speak uh, while they're with the cops, Bart and Barry start discussing a plan, and they're speaking super fast. Oh yeah, like they're speaking, and of course, uh, the one the, the one cop is like, "Do you understand any of this?" And uh, the, to a uh, kid flash to Wally, and Wally says like maybe every fifth word, guys, <laughs> guys, slow slowly in English, please. Yeah, and then they like take off, and Bar- Bart well, tells. Yeah, oh. we get we get the plan. Remember. Yeah, the plan is that they're Which going is, to yeah. try to run through the intervals of his beam and the uh, shockwaves afterwards. Right. Uh, right. Well, actually, and then with that, isn't this where they also like he he's emitting the beam? So they try to do the uh, tornado, tornado thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah. So of course, you know, they're gonna make a tornado on a bigger scale. All three of them. Which we learned since, you know, in this season, Wally is not actually doing the whole yeah. superhero thing. They actually start spinning in a circle. I was going to say, Bart also tells uh, Wally, just follow our lead, kid. <laughs> yeah, like, I will also. so punch you. <laughs> it's huh. terrible. And then, yeah, so uh, the, Bart, 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 and, Bart and uh, Barry start doing the circle thing with Wally as well. And Wally is being lapped by Barry. He's like, oh, haha, you know, whatever. And then Bart starts lapping it. He's like, oh, come on! Yeah, he's really embarrassed by that. They manage to tornado Neutron up into the air, but the energy pulses just keep going and they become more frequent and they're unable to run between them now. Right. The aliens are watching and they say, oh, he'll crash the mode and he'll, if he blows, if he, like, they start saying more phrases and stuff like that. It's like, oh, hey. Right, yeah, he's like, you're, you're gonna crash it, dude. Um, and then, isn't this also, like, after this happens... Uh, something happens with, like, Neutron's outfit. 
uh, begins to crack and he literally just explodes. Yeah, he, in the he explodes of the city. in like a it big looks like a nuke in the middle of the town. I'm like, how the that's all that's insane, yeah. Yeah. And of course you're it's like, hey, what happened? Yeah, he exploded himself, but then uh I think it's Wally who has the binoculars. He's like, yeah, he's like Are he's, you sure about he's that? Still because there. he's uh well, it's not that he's still there, he's re- literally remaking say, his body. Yeah, after they ran out of the base, like Barry and Bart are carrying Wally because he can't run fast as they are when oh, they're running right, yeah. Because uh, he's like, This is embarrassing. They, he starts restoring his body, and they're confused as to what's going on. The aliens say the control device was destroyed in the explosion, so they decided to blow their lab and leave it. They yeah, like and, and, another weird, they're like in a weird warehouse lab. Yeah, they're like in a weird warehouse, but they, they you know they they uh, take take whatever evidence they can and just explode mm-hmm. the thing. We'll uh, we see Wally sees the guy coming back, and Flash says uh, he'll run through the spaces even if they're not frequent enough. Oh, yeah, because yeah, because the, the, he's. Uh, this neutron guy is like giving off the pulses yeah. a little bit faster now, but there's like a like what was that nanos a nanosecond? Yeah, it's very very quick. yeah a very like super brief. So all um, Flash had to do was run him like to a desert or something before mm-hmm. he explodes and then come back or something like that. Yeah, Bart tries to stop him, saying no 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 don't do that. It's not gonna be a good idea. And then Barry says, don't worry, I'll be back in a flash as he runs uh, off to do it. And then of course as a. Uh, as uh, Barry's running, Bart actually runs beside him mm-hmm. and then trips and falls and stops uh, the Flash. In which case, another explosion. Yeah, just as he explodes, they are saved by from this explosion by Jay Garrick and Wally. Yep. And Flash and then, says he would have died. Well, <laughs> right. It, Wally's like, dude, you you ruined pretty much everything, and that's when uh, that's when Barry's like, um, except for. He, uh, the, the whole, like, sporadic kind of, yeah. uh, explosions, they kind of shifted in time. So even if I were to run to the desert, I would not have made it. Yep. And then they realize that Bart's gone. Yep. Because and, he, and ru- he runs up to the guy as he's reforming and tosses some weird blue goo at yeah, him. <laughs> it, was a, it was like a blue capsule, yeah, like yeah, a blue yeah. pill. Like, puts it in, and the guy's... Now completely fine. Yeah, he's a normal naked man now. Yeah, normal, bald, <laughs> naked man. Uh, they ask what happened, and Bart says he must have just ran out of juice. Yep, Neutron must have ran out of juice. And then the guy's like, what's going on? Wait, who's Neutron? Yeah, Roy and Cheshire beat up all the thugs. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we go back to Tibet. Yeah, so, and they enter a huge ice lab in the middle of this yep, temple. Yep, a big, big old ice lab with like a whole bunch of tubes. And one of them is, well... The, the real Roy. Roy, the OG Roy, with still one arm. missing an arm. Uh, baby says, "Do that, that's in a horrible voice." In a cute, cute crazy. It was a cute, yeah, but but nah, then Nightwing, we, after yeah, yeah, after all that, we go back to Mount Justice where Nightwing's like, "Oh, hey, I did a DNA test on uh, on this guy. Yep, he yeah. is exactly yeah, who he says he is. is. It's like, oh, that's cool. Well." Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, sorry to jet, but I'm in a hurry. So yeah, also, they say like we check the tachyon particles coming off of the machine, and it is a time machine. Oh yep, yeah, it, it is exactly. He is exactly who he says, and he did exactly what he did. Yep. So, um, so Bart's like, yay! I'm gonna go back to my time now. Goes into goes into the uh, the time machine, and it like goes. Yeah, just powers down. And of course, one of my favorite Beast Boy lines because they're like, hey, th- did it work? And Beast Boy goes, maybe he's going into the future one second like at a time. Yeah. I'm like, that's clever. That's very silly. And of course, he's like angry, comes out, he like kicks the machine saying, oh, stupid thing's not working. Yep. Bart Bar- I guess I'm stuck here. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. I- I'm stuck here. Oh, this is so, this, this is so like crashing the mode. Like, this is so part of the mode or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Whatever his thing goes. 
Uh, Which then we go back to... Before the, he left. Yep, uh, with the weird ashy kind of thing. Yes, yeah, uh, Impulse is being told that the machine is a one-way trip by the bald guy. And we also find out it's 40 years later and they are in the ashes of the destroyed Mountain Justice. Yep, um, but what also happens is is the bald guy, who is revealed to actually have been Neutron... Oh, I was about to ask, um, yeah, happens he, in a uh, second. <laughs> he, he, he's like, hey, so, you know, you, you know like Matt mentioned... You're you're gonna be going when you go back to the past. That's a one way ticket, right? And of course, impulse is like, yeah, but you know, got to do what you got to do to save the future, right? Yeah, right? he says I gotta Time get to in- put on my act. Yeah, gotta he says like, gotta get into character. And, and then immediately, the second that that impulse teleports, instead the uh, the bald guy who is neutron, instead of his prison duds, yeah. he's in normal clothes. But the ash is still there. Yeah, it's and like all Mount Justice is still destroyed. Yeah, everything is still destroyed, and Neutron is just like, wait, everything was supposed to change. What's going on? Why is this happening? And then that's I. That's we hit we the cut. end of that episode. Yep, that's where we cut. Now, just like the very first five episodes of this of of Young Justice for the season, this one just kind of made me, you know. Raise an eyebrow. I mean, yeah, we get impulse mm-hmm. for the future. But then what made me catch my interest with this one was, well, the fact that, you know, he's from the future. He's yeah. trying to change it to, you know, make a better mm-hmm. future. Which made me think of the uh, the, Bando Sa- the Vandal Savage in um, uh, in Justice League. Oh, yeah. When Superman, like, went to the future. Yeah. And, like, Vandal's like, dude, just go back and stop me. Yeah, and, you know, because when that happened, it kind of was a gradual process, but the future did get better. Mm-hmm. In this one, however, not only was it instantaneous, but it didn't fix. So this made say, me be like, okay, what's going on? What happened? Why? Yeah, well, I was thinking more along the lines, of course, because I have to bring it up every time. The Young Justice CW shows, they handle stuff like the Wally and Bart and Jay Garrick and all the other flashes and stuff like that in very interesting ways. The it has they they had very very stern set in stone time travel like mechanics because the flash that's a common thing that all speedsters try and attempt at some point to like change the past or change the future. Well, yeah, because they can time travel. Yeah, they do that all the time. But like they had very set rules, and then like the end of the first season, they broke them really stupidly. And like they have all kinds of weird things like the uh, the evil reverse or the evil like time death speedster flash, all kinds of stuff like that that chase them and like. They, it's a mechanic that they use sometimes and people are constantly going back and forth to the future. You see characters from the future all the time in that series. Mm. And it's like, it's annoying eventually, but like, the way they handle it in this one I thought was really interesting. Yeah, I, see, I, yeah, the I whole, feel like, like him needing an actual machine the because they usually just run to the future or run to the past, whatever they feel like. Right. It's really weird. But yeah, in this one, it was an actual machine. I, I agree. They did handle it very well. Yeah, it was very interesting how they handled it compared to other ones like that. But now, yeah. speak, now, speaking of very interesting, oh, yeah. this next episode, oh my goodness. Oh boy. Um, Depths is the name of this one. Yep, G. We, Gordon. Yep, we start <laughs> with Tim Curry. I mean, G. Gordon talking about this new way of com- uh, 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 of new communication satellite, so that they can talk to their neighbors on Mars. Yep, specifically and, the Carol Ferris aircraft. Carol Ferris is yep. the primary love interest of Hal Jordan throughout most of the series. Ferris Airlines is always a prominent thing in all DC things. Ah, it's always, okay. Okay. Oh, Ferris Airlines, Ferris Airlines, just uh, yeah, Hal's wife or future and, wife. And of course, and of course, you know, as all of this is happening, it, it, all of this is happening, you know, G. Gordon is talking about how, oh, why do we need to do this? You know, oh, is old G. Gordon going off his rocker? Yeah, he's being very crazy. Be, 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 being the J. Jonah Jameson of this universe. Uh-huh. Um, and of course, you know, 
Um, what, what of the, and he's like, oh, we're trying to communicate with Mars when already we're being invaded. Yeah. And he's, he's, he's very important that he mentioned that. He talks about how much he hates the uh, thing and all that stuff. Yep. And then, of course. You see Wally watching, you yeah. Yep. Yeah, we, go, we go back to uh, the Wally household where Wally is watching this and we see Artemis with a duffel bag. And Wally does not look happy at all. Also, we found out that the impulse business happened a few weeks ago. Oh, yep. The, you're right. This whole ha- we do find out because when uh, Artemis is like, "Hey, I'm ready," Wally's just like, "Dude, this shouldn't be happening." And yeah. of course, you know, she mentions that he that wore his yeah. yeah, he wore his outfit, and that's when he was like, "It was an important." That's when we find out it was a week. Yep. But uh, of course, Nightwing needs, needs her for this Artemis. mission and says that nothing could go wrong. Yeah. What could possibly go wrong? Hard cut. Instantly, <laughs> instantly cut to Cape. Canaveral, which is where the... Canaveral? Canaveral. Sorry. (laughs) Canaveral. Um, Canaveral, Canaveral, where the whole, like, satellite thing is happening. Yeah. Where you get Nightwing uh, pumping Artemis' chest. 28, 29, 30. Yeah, giving her CPR and... And immediately tells Connor, yeah, Connor and uh, McGann that she's dead. Yep, and that's what we cut to the intro. (laughs) Now, viewers, you're probably asking yourself... That was that escalated quickly. What's going on? Well, we'll tell you what's going on. Yep. Ten hours earlier, Mal is talking to the group about Impulse and the real Roy ending up their, his responsibility. Despite that, not his, the group's responsibility. Despite them saying like, "No, he's at the uh, Impulse is with the uh, with the Allens and Roy is at the hospital. It's all fine." He's like, "No, it's going to be our problem." Yeah, it's going to be our problem. <laughs> and then, of course, you know. Um, they oh, have yeah, no progress fighting out the Light's new partners still at this point. Yep, they don't know anything about that. Lagan and Magan are being annoyingly cute. And oh, <laughs> it, it, mainly Lagan. Yeah. Because, dude, I, honestly, I sa- I may have said this once, I'm going to say it again. Dude, I don't like Lagan. He's a weird jerk. His jerkness levels are higher than yours, and that's going somewhere. <laughs> that's saying a lot. Anyway. Artemis um, arrives, uh, and yep. everyone is incredibly happy that she's back. Yeah, they're like, yay. And, of course, Artemis is actually really happy to be back, too. Yeah, and she Lagan even, gives a weird formal intro of, like, I am glad that oh, you're joining us. What's and, of course, she's <laughs> like, uh, and, uh, apparently... Artemis knows Lagan because she's actually thanks Lagan. Yeah, yeah, Lagoon Boy. <laughs> Lagoon Boy. Oh, yeah, that's right. Lagoon Boy is what she calls him. But still, anyway, after that, we finally get the mission briefing. Oh yeah, Nightwing gives the mission, right? Yeah, because um, what what has to happen is is they have to oversee the uh, you know the whole operations with the satellite. Yep. And of course, um, the the, the Justice League is still you know not on good terms with anyone because of the whole sixteen hour things. So. Pretty much they have to go in disguise. It, yeah. Some of them disguised and you know, make it look like it's you know normal and whatever. Yeah, Artemis says she's there for support, I guess. Oh, yeah. She, yeah she's going to be there for some kind of support or whatever. Then we actually... Uh, and also uh, Nightwing's joining on the field because he just wants some action. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because Mal's like, hey, so if all of them are going, why are you? He's like, you know, I, I need a little bit of action. I miss it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we cut to the uh, thing. Now, this shook me. I was like, wait, if they have Superman and John at this thing, why the heck do they need the Young Justice team? Cause Superman yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I was Because, I mean, you know, um, Martian Manhunter is there. And, of course, Superman's flying in the eye. And um, who was it? Who was the... Uh, Carol Ferris? Oh, yeah, Carol Ferris is, like, holding a press conference. That's what it was. And um, as all that's happening, you know, she's, like, explaining all of this, like, you know, the whole communication or whatever. And she goes to call for questions. When she goes to call for Cat Grant, G. Gordon walks up <laughs> and just literally hand in front, hand in front of, arm in front of her face, raises his up. And she's like, Cat Gordon. 
And of course, <laughs> G Gordon. G Gordon is being his usual self. Yeah. Like, like yeah, hey, do we? Does the Earth really want to have these communications? Yeah. It was, also, this is a very interesting thing. And again, because I'm just like so jaded by all the other DC stuff. Apparently, Martians are still all over the planet and active. On Mars? Yeah. Hmm, that's that's a good question. I mean, no, I know, that's what they say. You're like, oh yeah, 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 Martian, I, know, yeah. I know. I, I was mean, very, it's conf- very yeah. interesting. They're usually wiped like, out. That's the reason John came to Earth in the first place. Like it, originally, yeah. But I, mean, I guess most, most I, just like with comic, here. yeah, with with comic books. I mean, you know, different universe, different. Yeah, thing. yeah. But still, yeah, but still, that is very interesting because you're right. Even in the uh, Justice League universe, it, that was the case. I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. But yeah, apparently Martians are still a thing. So yeah, um, um, he gives, talked about how they shouldn't be communicating with the Martians. Uh, the satellite will then like Jean comes up and says it'll help and it'll help us communicate. And it just he gives a very impassioned speech. And Gordon is just like, I'm not yeah. Like Gordon's like, oh, oh, I see. Just say your thing and go. I see. And Superman, why aren't you coming on down here? <laughs> and this is when we find out that. Martian Manhunter was actually McGann yep, in an out- and out. Yeah, transformed. And, and Superman in the A, in the air, in, in the, the A, a. <laughs> in the air was Connor in a Superman. Yeah, outfit. that was very cool. I was like, and oh, course, that's why. You know, Connor's just like, oh, why do you have to do this? Why do you have to? And McGann's like, um, you're welcome. Yeah, so no one knows that the Justice League is gone. That's why they have to do this because that's still going on. And then we get one of my favorite oh, Connor Connor's lines ever. Connor's stupid joke. Oh, I, I hate, hate monkey, monkey suits. suits. So stupid. <laughs> Terrible stretch. Um, um, Artemis and Robin are scoping out the area while Lagan waits to be with Megan or wants to be with Megan. Like, hey, can't you be down here with me? Like, no. And he's like, uh, oh. no. And he's just like, and for some reason, this is another reason why I hate Lagan because he's like, oh, I get to be the fish boy while Megan gets to be up there with Super X. Yeah. Neptune's beard. Yeah, I think like, that's, that's dude, funny. <laughs> well, don't get me wrong. The uh, Neptune's beard, I kind of chuckle because that's a dumb thing to it's say. A funny but thing, it's, yeah. it's funny. But also, though. like, he's right, though. Like, he can't be with his girlfriend because she's up hanging out there. It's kind of like, oh, that sucks <laughs> for him. Well, yeah, but they're going to be, unlike uh, Connor and Megan, where they actually established, you know, hey, you know, we, we are a couple, but yeah. let's keep work to work. I don't think Logan will have that filter. Of course not. Um, uh, we see anyway. a really wide undersea craft just like going near the uh, bottom of the wait, ocean. Wait, wait, under undersea craft? Uh. Could it possibly be orm? Black Manta? <laughs> oh, you went with orm? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, darn it, I, opportunity missed. It's Black um, Adam's... Uh, yes, yeah, it's Black, uh, Black Adam. Adam's. <laughs> Black Adam, I wish it was Black Adam. Black Manta's boys targeting the ship. Yes, um, and of course, um, uh, you know, we, we see that, but then it actually cuts to... Uh, Nightwing and Artemis talking yeah. about her leaving and Wally gearing up. Uh, or hey, yeah, Wally's back. not exactly happy. And Nightwing even is like, yeah, I know Wally's probably not happy with me about this. We also, uh, uh, while they're having that serious conversation, we cut to Connor and McGann having some very, very awkward alone time. Yeah, and, and then this is we actually get to learn some things here because McGann's like, what, we're just not talking anymore? And, you know, Superboy's like, oh, you read my mind again. Yeah. And, uh, you know, McGann's just like, look... I mean, you know, I do, I do, I do the things I need, you know, because we need information and stuff. Connor's mad at her because yep. of the way that she does everything. She literally mind blasts them so hard they go comatose. Yeah, like, calling them victims, and where, of course, McGann's like, dude, they're the enemy. They're not victims. And then we get yeah. probably the basis as to why the Connor actual broke answer, up. Like, <laughs> the actual reason. Like, um, apparently they had an argument. And McGann tried to mess with Connor's m- memories yep. about that argument. 
And Connor knew it was her. Yeah, Connor, yeah. And it was and just it's like, just, oh. oh, you know, Connor's just like, I thought I mattered to you. I thought you didn't have to do all that stuff. Yep. But looks like I was a fool because literally two days later, you go you go to, what was it, the fallback boy from the Black Lagoon? <laughs> yeah. um, rebound guy, the from, rebound Black guy Lagoon. from the Black Lagoon. That's awesome. what it was. Uh, just speaking of which, Lagan sees Black Manta's boys uh, and Connor, Connor calls him a rookie. Like, hey, don't rush in, rookie. And he's just like, oh, F you, dude. Neptune's beard, I hate this. And I'm going to go, rah. Yeah, he, and, he like, dives turns in. His yeah, big pumped up form goes in. Uh, the Manta boys infiltrate the land where Nightwing and Artemis start taking them down. Uh, McGann turns into a weird mermaid to join Lagan. She jumps out of the ship. That was a really weird scene. Right. Well, I mean, at first he, at first night we was like, "Hey, Superboy, join Lagan. Get get a yeah. rebreather and go join." And of course, Lagan forgot to stock up. So McGann's like, "I'll go," and then turns and like grows gills and just like drops down. It's like that's weird. Yeah, <laughs> she um, was a, a mermaid. Literally, she turns. Yeah, she, she literally turns into a mermaid. Um, and then, of course, you know, now Superboy has to control the bio ship and, like, be like, pew, 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 Yep, and uh, while that's happening, Carol see, Carol Ferris sees the fighting and wants to know what's going on, where Black Manta people keep taking out, they take out Lagan. Uh, they also launch the missiles that they were going to launch. Yep, it's like, instead of just waiting, they just launch now because, well, they're under attack. So, um, so Ferris is like, okay, you know what? We're, we're, go go into emergency mode. Yep. Do the final checks. We're launching this in like yeah, minutes or something like that. Incredibly irresponsible. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I want this up in the air now. Yeah, it was weird. I was like, is she? I was like, dude. Yeah, I was gonna say, I look. I I get it. You want this to get this up in the air as soon as possible. But don't be stupid, kid. Yeah, I was about to say, is she already the villain Star Sapphire when she gets the power of the Indigo... Or not Indigo, Violet. The Violet Lantern Ring? Dude, spoilers! Yeah, she's not. I'm just yeah, 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 serious. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I know, I know. <laughs> I always have to pull that at least. Oh, of course. Artemis keeps pointing out that they're on the wrong side of an explosive wall. Oh, yeah, because, wall. yeah, because, yeah <laughs> an explosive wall. And, of course, she tries to go up to find an opening and almost gets blasted. And even Nightwing's like, look, I know you're rusty. Yeah. Are you trying to get yourself killed? They uh, realize that the Manta's helmets are for, like, under deep sea, so the light should be bad. So she fires a light arrow, and the Mantas are like, oh, God. They, they take... Oh, no. While this is happening, the, the ones underwater take Lagan to the alien allies. Well, yeah, well, they put him in pods. They put him in a pod because yep. they, they take him to, well, Black Manta, which, in this case, they already know it's Calder because yeah, they it's call Calderon. him Calder yeah, Calderon. Yeah, Calderon, thank you. And, of course, they're like, hey, by the way... Um, we captured this guy, but our land units are having an issue because, well, our helmets are made. Our helmets are becoming a liability, and so Calder's like, "Okay, put put uh, put a mm-hmm. lagoon boy in a in a pod. I'm gonna go up there personally. Yeah, I'm gonna deal with this myself." Bum, bum, bum. Artemis and Nightwing take out all the guys on the beach very easily, uh, and, and Connor's doing actually a pretty decent job in uh, taking out the missiles. Um, when McGann notices that Lagan's being taken, she's like, I must save him! Mm-hmm. He's like, nope, this was a top priority. And in this case, she actually does the right thing and goes towards the missiles. Yeah, she uses the, stops them. one of them to, to blow up the whole launch pad. She like, controls one yep. of the missiles to launch up them. And also, I was going to say, uh, back when uh, Artemis and Edwin were fighting, we see Cal come out of the water really oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to do it myself. Oh, uh, no. Artemis and... Uh, she, she, she stops the missiles, but she still loses Lagan. Yep. Uh, Mega, uh, was it? Uh, Artemis and Nightwing are fighting Cal, and he's just kicking both their butts, of course. Oh, yes. 
Uh, Carol still refuses to call it the launch, and it goes uh, it goes off without any. Story. It goes, yeah, it goes, and it's like, yay! And uh, Calder's like, we may yet succeed in the mission. Has like a teeny tiny little rocket launcher on his shoulder and shoots a missile at it. <laughs> and of course, Artemis has a heat-seeking arrow missile, <laughs> and uh, it follows, and you know, it doesn't get destroyed. Yay! It works. And, and then of course, she's like, yeah. Nightwing yells, Artemis, behind you. And all you see is, like, Kaldur with, like, the weirdest wide-eye look. Yeah, like, as you hear just, like, a... a yeah, he's just, like, stabs welcome crazy, back. Yeah, with a crazy water sword, he stabs her right in the stomach. Yep, stabs her right in the gut. And, uh, yeah, so he pulls it out and says, Our mission was a failure. We need to... And after, before he even finishes that sentence, the actual satellite does explode. Just explodes on its own, yeah. And he's just like... We're done here. Yeah. And they leave. And then it goes, well, remember that time when uh, 28, 29, 30? Yeah, it goes back it, to the intro it, it, it literally does that. Mm-hmm. And now everyone has to deal with, well, Artemis being dead. Yeah, I'm about to say Connor and McGann show up. The Connor doesn't hear a heartbeat. Oh, yeah, that's right, because Connor's like, I don't hear a heartbeat. And Robin says he's dead. Underwater, Cal uh, meets with his father, Black Lantern. Or Black Lantern. But Black Lantern, Black yes. Lanterns are a different lantern. Their ability is... <laughs> uh, they'll stop, stop, stop no. Right? Black Manta, and we learn it was all a test to see if he took credit for the explosion yep, that Black because, Manta already planned. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, because uh, Calder goes in and he's just like, "Hey, I didn't. We we succeeded, yes, but it wasn't by my hand. We the the fact that you know we didn't succeed, you know, I kind of technically call it a failure. And that's when Black Manta's like, "It was a test to see if you would take credit, and you didn't." You are ready for the next level, yeah. son. <laughs> ready for the come, next level. Come, son. The team is really tore up about Artemis's death. They're all mourning. Uh, they say, where's Nightwing? He says he went off to tell Wally, because they hear he should be here. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, that's, yeah. That's Actually, I-, I liked it because Mal Mal was just like, kind of, it kind of seemed offended that Nightwing wasn't there. He's just like, hey, where is he? He needs to be here. And of course, that's when Connor's just like, he went to tell Wally. And like instantly, Mal just went to... Oh, yeah, like, ooh. And then we cut to Bloodhaven. Bloodhaven. In a warehouse where Nightwing's just like, hey, Wally, are you here? And then you hear, not Wally. I would say we see him looking at the photo from the, uh, someday we'll laugh about oh, this. Sadly, yeah, you're right, someday we'll laugh about this. Yeah, and we hear a voice, and it turns I'm, out, it's uh, like, oh, I'm not Wally. I'm not Wally. It's and then Cal. We see, yeah, it's Cal. And, of course, after Cal, we also see Wally, Wally walk in. And Artemis. Yeah, and Artemis. I was getting there. Well, you were taking too long. <laughs> and, and Artemis uh, appears. And, appa- and so, yeah, first off, Artemis is not dead. Yeah, we get flashbacks to see all of it was fake. <laughs> yeah, all of it was fake. I, I forget. What did they do? Like, squeeze a certain thing? or and, Yeah, we see the we see them. Um, Cal stabbed with the water sword, but the water sword just went around her yeah, side. Yeah, it just went around. And then when Robin went to go, or wait, Robin, when Nightwing went to go tend to her, he like, you, know, you were to, like, break, crack some kind of pill over her stomach to make it look like she was bleeding. She also took some kind of pill to make her, like, heart stop so they can hear that either. They right. did almost really fake her death really thoroughly. Yeah, uh, well, anyway, so... No, it was all so that he could be promoted in the organization. Yeah, uh, yeah apparently it's all... Uh, this is all, like, a deep cover plan where Kaldur is going to go up the ranks of, like, of being evil to find out who the Light is and to find out, you know, more about this, uh... Yep. Th- this, um, what, what is it? The, uh... The, we, don't the, know, the, we don't know yet. The LA, they have the yeah, partners? Yeah, yeah, the partners, thank yeah. you. Yeah, the, the partners. And then, of course, um, as that's being said, they need... Artemis is still alive, so they need to find a way to make her not alive still. So oh wait, well, before that we cut to uh, Lagan being pulled onto the ship. Oh yeah, he's, oh, oh they he's, say they said they had to let Lagan be taken, and they say that they also uh, 
regret letting the Croatians die that Black Manta that he had to do as Black Manta. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dick gives Artemis, then he gives her that weird magic necklace from Zatanna. Yep, the, the glamour charm. Yep, and doesn't and say it, why he needed it, but he does. Yeah, oh yeah, it's, it's just like, hey, I wonder how you got that and not explained what you're doing. And of course, all he says is, we have a history. Yeah, of course. And then of course, now, um, you know, Aqualad and, uh, and, do they ever say what her name is? Not yet. Okay, and, and Artemis, that's in the glamour charm, which by the way, um, Artemis notices when she puts on the glamour charm, she looks exactly the same. Yeah, I think Wally says, like, great, she looks exactly the same. Yeah, and, yeah. And, but we find out that to the four of them, yeah. she's going to look like Artemis. To everyone else, she's going to look different. Yeah, and this is when she joins Calderon on his ship, and Wally says this is getting even more dangerous than before. This is ridiculous. Oh, yeah, because yeah, because Nightwing's like the easy, the hard part's over, and Wally's like, dude, don't be an idiot. Yeah. It's only gonna get harder from here. Yeah, it's even worse, and that is when we cut the end of the episode. Yep, that is the end of this that. one. When you're watching it back in the day, what did you think of the twist that he wasn't evil? Dude, I almost cried. <laughs> I legitimately when when uh when Cal stabbed Artemis. Mm-hmm. I nearly cried, both in sadness, because Artemis is one of my favorites mm-hmm. in this, and she died. And uh, then, and, but also in anger, because, my god, the other cool character killed one of my favorite, <laughs> one favorite character killed another favorite. That, and then, that twist at the end, when uh, you yeah, actually see, I'm just like, okay, I, I literally, when it got to the credits, I just paused it, I'm like, I need... I need some time to think and process this whole thing. It, it was like I was so into the story with this episode yeah. that I I literally just had to stop and be like, okay, hold on, just hold the frick on. Yeah, I when it, when it first aired, I was really like, I was like hyped because I was like, oh my god, the whole season I was like, okay, what's the deal with blood? What's the deal with Cal? Why is he evil? Why would he do all this? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, uh, and, and then the, like, yeah, and then the reveal, and then when he kills Artemis, I'm like, oh, there's no going back. He actually killed her. Oh yeah, my god, like, he he's. He's bad, he's evil, there's no possible way they can actually, you know, convince me otherwise, and guess what, they convinced me otherwise. Yep, it was all a long ploy, and I was, I was shocked, I was like, oh my god, that's, that's yep. really cool. Because apparently, yeah, all, they're like the only ones that know the secret, mm-hmm. and so, the secret. <sighs> um, not secret again. <laughs> <laughs> right, that is what but, any, but anyway, so, now knowing that they're playing the long game, yep. ooh boy, I wonder how this, nothing could possibly go wrong, right? Yep. Uh, <laughs> Um, uh, we cut to episode eight, Satisfaction. Satisfaction. We open oh. on Star City Hospital. Yep. And uh, as we're there, uh, Oliver and uh, the clone of Roy Har- Harper are sitting there, and they're giving real, real Roy's the like, original Roy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Rundown. Hold on. Yeah, it's like hold on a second. So, I it's like when I was on when I was on ice uh, when he when Roy found me first off. Uh, first off, there's another Roy. We got sidekicks now. Uh, sidekicks have their own, their own team. team yeah. um, aliens invaded Earth, and Ollie grew yeah, that, that stupid, stupid goatee. goatee. And yeah, of course, he's like, we, and of course, uh, Red Arrow is like, yeah. we don't like the term sidekicks. And Ollie's like, you don't like the goatee. And of course, <laughs> oh, uh, Sp- uh, Speedy in this case is just like, you're missing the point here. Look, you guys have been tap dancing around the truth for a long time. Yeah, he wants an explanation for why there was a clone and how he lost his arm. Yep, and then, of course, you know, they were they were going to tell him when he was stronger, but now the time has come, or according to Speedy, the time's already passed. Yeah, and he says the last thing he remembers is Oliver and him sneaking into a LexCorp shell company and taking out some goons before one took him out. Yeah, and, and he, he passed out, and that's all he remembered until he woke back and up. And they tell him that was eight years ago. Dun, dun, dun. 
They, and of course, yeah. he's like, wait, what? Eight years? And apparently, during that time, Green Arrow was force-fed information to, you know, that Roy was, you know, you could find him. Yep. And... Oh, also, we, uh, before that, they finally state the reason his arm, they addressed that his arm was likely taken for cloning material. Oh, yeah, as a really big, uh, like, cloning resource. Yeah, and Roy is, of course, visibly upset, like, uh, uh, understandably upset that he, that this clone's been living a life while he's been taken in a coma. Oh, but and what he he's says, most, what he's yeah. most upset about is... Oliver that, gave up. Yep, that Oliver gave up. In fact, even, uh, even Roy, clone Roy, was like... Dude, I, I get if you're like yeah. you don't want to see me or anything, and um, real Roy is just like you know I can't really be mad at you after all y- you didn't ask to be clone uh, a clone and you also found me and mm-hmm. then he just goes off on Green Arrow yeah and he asks he tells Oliver to leave and he asks the clone Roy for some alone time yeah he's just like like we're talking like Green Arrow is like get. And now all of a sudden with Roy, he's like, look, I, I need to process this. Yep. Uh, Oliver know. hangs in a church feeling bad and the clone Roy yep. comes the, 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 cur- the curse of being Green Arrow's uh, sidekick. Uh-huh. But uh, of course, that's when we actually get a, a tender moment because um, Red, Red Arrow is just like, look, I know Artemis never felt that way, yeah. but I, ne- I don't show it that often, but I don't feel that way either. And at least... Right now, I know he's upset, but that real Roy Harper does not feel that way either. Like, yeah. truly. So, go back in there and talk to that boy. And then all of a sudden, Ollie's like, listen, I... And the real Roy Harper is out of his bed yep, and gone. he's disappeared and left him. That is when we get the intro. Title card! Next is Mount Justice. We see Mal saying that Aquaman is searching the seas for Ladon. Dick has disappeared... And half the rest of the people are at the Memorial Grotto. Yep, at the Memorial Grotto. A.K.A. in the basement, there's like a whole bunch of holograms. Yeah, we see Ted Kord. We see, who's a blue beetle. We see Tula, who was the, apparently they called her Aqua Girl at some point. Oh, yeah, they apparently called her Aqua Girl, but... And um, a Robin... Yeah, one of the Robins. That was shocking mm, to me. And I, now I wonder. I, I literally wrote in parentheses, Jason Todd. But yep, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, we but like, And also, yeah, that's crazy that Jason Todd's actually happened at some point between Tim and... Uh, his, yeah, he's either the first or... He's either before or after Tim, uh, Dick in most comics. It depends on the series. But, like, the fact that he, that's, he's already passed is, like, crazy. Right. And, and then Tim's as already there. As we're actually in the Garado, we actually see uh, Tim Drake, uh, Garfield, Jaime, and uh, Bart... Yeah, uh, uh, down there, and Bart, very yeah. chill. He's just like, oh, what's going on? Oh, whatever. Yeah, hey, what? I, I, this is when. Uh, also, first off, he stole Jaime's uh, chicken fried. What are they? Chicken wheezies. Yeah, chicken wheezies. Um, but he also realizes that um, you know he's like, hey, shouldn't we you know have a have these guys like have monuments outside? Yeah, a big and giant show for them. And, and even Jaime's like, you know, I asked the same thing. I mean, they say yeah. it's you know they don't want the publicity. Yeah, they don't want to. They don't want to. Sh- uh, they don't need or want a shrine to the fallen. They want people to think that they're like yo. It's but bad. but he but Jaime thinks that you know it's actually because they don't want anyone to know about their mortality because yep. brings up Ted Cord. Yeah, he laments that he never got to meet his. Everyone else has their uh, leaders and the proteges of people he can talk to, but he is left without a without a uh, person to talk to because he only knows oh he made this beetle and now I'm stuck with it. It's weird. Yep. And then of course, and then of course, you know, as all of that, um, Bart's like, "Hey, Jaime, come on, let's chill. 
I'll I'll buy you yep. another bag of chicken wheezies and you know we can just hang and then ask for money. Um, yep. At, but then back at in Gotham, Gotham Cemetery. City, yep. Yep. Gotham Cemetery. Wally and Artemis's mother are planting flowers on her grave. Then, okay. So other than her uh, her like title when she was yeah. a, a villain, did they actually have? Does she actually have a name? Yeah, they gave her a name before. I forgot what it was, but they. they okay. Uh, uh, um, she was she, a huntress. Yeah, that's right. She was huntress. Um, and of course, you know, um, her the mom is like you know. Think very thankful that Wally's there because now that Wally's there, you know that that she he's been the only way that she could ever survive because yep. you know she, being all broken and you know, sad and all that stuff. And then we zoom out to see Cheshire and Sportsmaster watching, which I was like very like, oh, that's great that they actually. Oh, and, and of course, and of course, Jade has the little one in tow of as always, yeah. and of course, you know she's like, look. I didn't hate her. She was. She is my sister after yeah, all. No, she's really upset because she just wants vengeance on yeah, Aqualad. Yeah, and, and, and that's what she says. She's like, I want vengeance on Aqualad. And, and uh, Wells well, is like, well, I want the father. I want. Yeah, I want the dad father. because this is a matter of respect. Yeah. Because if I find out that if people find out that someone was easily would easily kill one of my kids, I'd be a laughing. So I'm like, dude, shut up. He's dude. just saving face. He's just upset that his daughter's dead. I'm sure. Oh, oh right. I mean, that that's his way of doing yep. it. Like, we see Roy running around in a hospital gown. And yep. finds an old teleporter, or not? I thought it was a teleporter. No, he, he finds. I thought, yeah, it's yeah, actually just the arrow, like uh, tool lab. The, or yeah, the arrow lab or the arrow lair. Yeah. Wait, he, wait. So if it's a lair for the arrows, wouldn't that be just called the? Quiver? No, the, really, <laughs> I think they, I, it's, it's called that in the CW shows. Wait, is it actually? Yeah, it's actually called. They're referred to that. No, yeah, my joke is ruined by reality. <laughs> but ironically, they had the but same lens anyway, of humor as you do. Of course, him being the actual Roy, the computer recognizes him. And of course, as he's going through all of like the different... Oh, no, he doesn't recognize him. He has to say no. Red Arrow. He has to do an eye scan yeah, and he... it says, oh, Red Arrow. And he's like, oh, original. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah I know. That's what I'm saying. He did the eye scan and it recognized Yeah, but it Red says Red Arrow. Arrow and he's upset about the name. Right, right. Yeah. But I'm just saying it recognized. And it, it, he didn't have to go through any like yeah. security loops or anything. It uh-huh. just recognized him, which is bad because as he's going through all of the, uh, the stuff and also mentions that... Um, Green Arrow kept Speedy's old outfit. Yeah, he talks more trash on Ollie just because he's right. so upset about it. Um, but then um, we actually see uh, yeah. re- we actually see red and green arrows appear. Yep. And red of course, and green arrows appear. <laughs> yes, the red and green arrows. Yeah, they just anyway. be on the wall. They step and, right and, into then, it. Uh, and then of course you know they're like, oh, well, Ollie's like, hey, at least I have this. This was the only good thing that ever came out of this. So Roy, uh, Clone Roy, gets his eyes scanned. It's like recognized Red Arrow. Yeah. Sorry, we have an issue here. Um, yeah, red, so sorry, we have an issue yeah, here. <laughs> we have an issue. Well, you know, uh, pretty malfunction, much is like, um, malfunction, malfunction error. The yeah. Red Arrow's already in, and of course, Ollie overrides it. Yeah, they and get then, into the base just as it is exploding, as um, yeah, uh, speed, original speed. Roy jumps through a port. Yeah. Uh, He's a like, portal. hey, sorry, but got a jet. I have a date with destiny. Yeah. Explodes the boom tube. And part of the room as well. It's just teleporting to um, uh, Metropolis before it blows. Cause they yep, know he's going, going to Metropolis. They know he's going after Luthor, and they say Luthor's going to destroy him. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he, he's going to try to kill Luthor, and that sucks because Luthor's going to kill him. Yep. But uh, me- meanwhile, at the Lex Corp offer, uh, office... Yeah, Lex did uh, some paperwork for, uh, for the invasion. invasion. And he, of course, he's like... Who would have thought that starting an invasion would have so much paperwork? And he's like, literally, you know, he's like, oh look, it looks like Roy's kept out of prison or out of the hospital. Anyway, he's going about his business. Oh yeah, <laughs> and then of course we actually see um, Roy line up a shot with an RPG. Yeah, with one and how he's, com- how he's commenting how 
it's easy for a one-armed man to actually use a high-tech uh, rocket launcher. Yeah, then to put on actually, pants. Yeah, then to yeah, put on sir. pants. And then, you know, actually shoots, explodes, uh, explodes, and Lex might be dead. Yeah, we'll find yeah, out. I'm so sure. I, meantime, was more shocked, I was more shocked about how Lex did not have missile-proof windows because he's like, wouldn't worry about Superman just like busting the thing open. You should yes. have like super powerful windows that would be mm-hmm. resistant to a missile because Superman... Oh yeah, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. I, mean, I was like, surprised when it actually worked. I thought it was not going not gonna to work at all. But um, this is when we popped to Wendy from school. Yep, in Ivy Town. Yep, Ivy Town, where they went to. This is where we went to school. This is a college. Yeah, it, it, it's like it, it's a college. Yeah, I, I would say because um, uh, Wendy's like over with uh, goes to Connor, yep. who's sitting alone and brooding, and she's like, "Happy birthday!" Yeah. How old are you? I'm six. She's like, "What?" I, I, I mean, mean um, 22. twenty-two. Yeah, twenty-two. Well, no matter what, you look the same except for the shirt. Yeah, he looks exactly like. Oh, you're still wearing that Superman shirt? He's like, "Yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it." And, like, they have a nice little scene about, like, oh, you still dating Megan? He's like, no, we broke up. And it's yeah. very, she starts kind of vaguely flirting with him. It's a very cute scene. It is kind of cute. And, honestly, I would slightly ship them. Yeah, they're, they're cute together. She keeps bringing up how much he and Megan loved each other, and it's weird that they're not together and, anymore. And, and, of course, you know, Connor's like, I hated those parties. And she's like, dude, come on. Yeah. I know you love those parties. Yeah, it's a very cute scene where they get a little bit flirty, but then, like, it cuts to Zatanna and Megan in Walking Dakota so, City. Yep, in Dakota City, and we get uh, McGann's like, "Oh no, I didn't throw a party," and uh, Zatanna's like, "That's not your problem anymore." And then, of course, they bring up Artemis. Oh, they bring up the birthday of Connor's birthday. You mean? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. that's McGann's like, "I didn't throw him a surprise party." Yeah, and of course, Zatanna's like, "Not your issue." Yeah. Um. Besides, we have to go to this party over here, this and it's a bridal, bridal shower, shower for, for rockets. Yep, for good old rocket. Who she's marrying is not clear. Yeah, <laughs> actually, in this entire episode. I don't think they ever say who at yeah, all. That's pretty interesting option. But, but yeah, she's getting married, and, and they have a they have a gift, and she's like, "Oh, is that from you?" Like, actually, it's from Artemis, and they all get sad, and, and they all get sad, and of course, they have a toast to absent friends. Yep, and then to the bride, you're to, getting married. Yeah. Oh my. And then the best part of this episode, ten out of ten, happens. Yeah, you see above the building where you see all the party. Well. First off, across the street is a bank yeah. where they're actually taking out money in from an armored truck to actually put in the bank. And from across the across the way, yep. right above on the skyscraper where all of the girls are having their party, you see <laughs> best best villain ten out of ten, Captain, Captain Cole. Cole. He's and planning he's just, a bank robbery. Of course he is. He's planning a heist. Yep. And then we see oh, Lex is safe. Yep. Underneath <laughs> his apparently rocket-proof. Desk. Yeah, a custom desk, he said. <laughs> yep. He's like, hey, now, isn't it nice, Mercy, to have a custom desk? Yeah, ex- nice expensive one. And, of course, Mercy wants to get him out of there, but yeah, he's like, now, whoa, hold whoa, on. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> I have to get a thing. Gets Literally opens up the uh, portrait of himself, opens up the safe that's behind it, and gets a briefcase out. Yep, and also, this is when we get a nice little shout-out to a character I only recently uh, realized was an actual notable character in Supergirl. Otis Graves, the person on the phone, the security guard, and he says, oh, it's fine, Otis, that is Mercy Graves' brother. I don't know who any of the Graves are. Mercy Graves? Mercy Graves is... Uh, Tess Mar- the, the friggin' uh, Mercy. Oh, oh. That's her last name. last name's Graves? Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> no, like, seriously, I did not know that. How did you not know? We have Mercy Graves, and then Otis Graves is her brother. They're, that's, uh, she's, he's a pretty much a huh. doofus character in most things. But oh, like, you yeah. mean kind of like Mercy, except for in this universe, where she actually can have some... I'd say Mercy's pretty, pretty smart most of the time. But oh, yeah. yeah. She, she's intelligent. She's not, like, 
a super villain or anything. No, like no, no, in only this, in this, like yeah, in this yeah, universe. No. Yeah, no, Otis just her, like, yeah, dumb doofy brother who works for earlier in this. Yeah, that was a funny little, oh, hey, Otis is an actual, like, brought up in here, too, before Supergirl, that's cool. Yep. Uh, uh, she, he says, oh, oh Lex, like, oh, no, it's just an assassin trying to kill me. <laughs> it's just an assassin that's trying to kill me. By the way, you might want to kill the assassin. Yep, uh, Roy finds them in the parking lot, but Mercy, of course, begins to kick his butt. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, profusely. And now... Back to the we show. Get, yeah, we get, back, we get back to the best villain to have ten, um, where Cold, yeah. he actually, Captain Cold, decides to encase everything in ice. Yeah, he makes his move on the bank, and, and then he's like, everybody, like, like the entire street sidewalk. Yeah, yeah the entire I'm sidewalk. I'm going to the ice, yeah. It's just, Yeah, and then, of course, as that's all happening, you hear Zatanna cast a spell, yeah. and I don't know how they did it in the ice, but they all appear... In their outfits. I'm about to say, yeah, they all appear in costume. How the hell did he even... How is that possible? Well, you know, if we had the backwards spell, it could have been like, melt the ice, oh, also a costume. Or something <laughs> like that. Um, and then, of course, I don't know why. I, has Captain Cold always had like an Austrian accent? Did he have an, yeah, weird. Yeah, because he's like, accent. I'm totally doomed, aren't I? Not I'm usually. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, no, not typically. He's usually so normal. Yeah, and of course, you know, Captain Cold is just like, I'm totally doomed, aren't I? Yeah. And they're just like, yep. And, and then, then, then just beat him up, cut to. Yeah, <laughs> and start beating him up, cut to the large battle that ensues. Where yeah, Mercy we keeps cool firing. Stuff. Yeah, Mercy keeps firing all kinds of rockets and missiles at Roy, and he's just jumping all around the place. He's like, yep. And then, of course, you know, getting hit and all that stuff. And, Mer oh, that's right. Lex mentions it, it, Roy is pretty quite an impressive arsenal. And, uh, well, yeah, and then of course, um, actually, before all that, he told, he told his <laughs> he told his secretary to disarm. He's like, oh, uh, my secretary isn't this. She is a weapon. I'm just like, yeah. oh, yeah. But, but and then, and he says, like, you're quite the arsenal. I don't mean of your weapons. I mean of your mind. You're the arsenal of the wits. Is what somebody goes in a whole speech about, like intelligence. Yeah, how how Lex pretty just, much runs. Yeah, just setting up his like pretty much setting up his superhero name. But then arsenal. we get we get the <laughs> Probably one of the coolest things ever in this series, in my opinion. We see, uh, we see Roy like wrap a rope or what looks like some kind of rope or cord around Mercy's arm and hits a detonator and it explodes. Oh yeah, those. Rope then he puts bombs. it around Lex's arm and he's like, "Hey, that's detonator cord." I'm like, "Dude, that's yeah, actually kind of cool." That was a pretty interesting. Uh, I've never seen that device before in any other stuff. It was really cool. You haven't? Like this is the first time. Yeah, like, first time I've ever nice. heard about it. And then of course Lex is like, "No, no, no, hold on." Guys, guys, because they have got like yeah, he's surrounded, Harvest, by, yeah, surrounded by like other guys. Can we kill them? No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. You want your revenge? Fine, do it. And of course, Roy's like, I'm not playing games. I'm super serious." He's like, "Okay, answer me this, kid. <laughs> do you want the? Do you want to actually, uh, you know, take revenge on me, yep. or do you want?" Pushes the briefcase with his foot over. Satisfaction. Oh, name of the episode. <laughs> and then, of course, after all this happened, as all this is happening, we go to the bottom of this entire place where we see Ollie and Roy, Roy finally and other Roy up. appear. <laughs> and they're like, oh no, we're too late. And Ollie's like, dude, please tell me he didn't. In which case, you actually, like, is there just smoke or is there an explosion? You see, you see smoke and him slowly walking out of the building. And he's like, oh, Roy, like, oh, are you all right? What happened? And you see he like shows them his crazy high-tech arm inside of the box. Yep, uh, uh, a high-tech arm that is like more advanced than Mercy's arm. Mm -hmm. And of course he's like, hey, by the way, I didn't kill Lex. And so he's like, so what do you have right there? I have satisfaction. So, Speedy, what do you think about, you know what? I don't like Speedy. I think I'm going to go with... Arsenal. Arsenal, a very cool yep. on Roy for and his character. Yep, and the, and thus Arsenal in this universe is born, and that's 
honestly where the episode ends. Yeah. It just uh, ends with him talking about how he's going to be Arsenal. Yeah, it's a very weird and sudden now, ending. Now, answer me something. Yep. Um, because now, now, I, now the foot is on the other shoe this time, so... Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> so, um, with your vast knowledge of uh, DC characters and stuff, is this an original character for Young Justice? No. Or, he, so, uh, Roy becoming Arsenal is a thing. Roy becoming Arsenal is the main thing that he goes into, yeah. Oh, oh, he's sometimes well, right that's, around, that's but the, that's the main. That's the yeah, main that's path. his main. That's his main path. Because like, typically, he goes through a lot of bad stuff, whether it be like drug addiction or some kind of crazy STD or something. In the nineties, he he always goes through crazy. Yeah, he always goes through crazy character trauma, and like eventually just like ditches him and becomes uh, Arsenal. In the uh, New Fifty Two run, he was with Jason Todd and uh, as Red Hood. And um, Starfire, and they had a comic where they're just like called the Outlaws, I think it was. Oh. And yeah, it was like Jason Todd, Arsenal, and Starfire, and they're just like doing all kinds of crazy bad Wait, stuff. Wait, Starfire was yeah. an outlaw? Yeah, it's really oh. they're. I don't think I don't know if those called outlaws, but like they were, they just were going around being like you know hardcore, edgy guns and see, being crazy. See, see, now when it comes to Starfire, no. I, I the only thing I have is the original Teen Titans, mm-hmm. where she's actually like a really nice person. Yeah, I don't know her being edgy. No, then she's again, pretty nice still. But she just she's just like she's like pretty much close to that personality all the time but she's just like yeah whatever I'm cool hanging out with you two weirdos and they're like oh yeah uh, and they're like going around shooting guns and she's still like like halfway to a Kryptonian in like strength and everything but still like yeah they're just going around with guns being edgy it's a pretty uh, good comic but, but like then, yeah they're fine. I like Arsenal he's pretty cool I like the name Arsenal much more than uh, Red Arrow which is honest, honestly yeah. I kind of do too I mean obviously we'll get later on when we actually see Arsenal in action right. Um, but yeah dude I kind of like Arsenal a lot better than Red Arrow too oh yeah well, of course we had all that like annoying Pat, uh, clone and, with, course, with, with uh, Clone Roy too. and of course with a Red Arrow the, all I have for him right now because yeah. he's still trying to develop is past uh, past when he was still the only Roy and where he was like uh, I don't want to be part of you. Yeah, it was uh, very whiny with his clothes and stuff and all that. But like, uh, yeah, Arsenal's cool. He'll be cool in the future. Yep, and then Speaking we'll slide on into episode nine, nine darkest. darkest, where we actually start off in the Gulf, Gulf of, of Mexico. Mexico. Lagan is in jail, talking more crap on Calderon uh, about what he's done and all this yep. stuff. Yep, and then of course, as like he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna punch the crap out of you," and blah blah blah. Um, pretty much sedates him. Yeah, of, of course, original OG Black Manta wants the prisoner taken, but Cal says, oh, no, yeah, we could, you know, use him. And then uh, it, he says he doesn't want him taken to the light, or to the partners, to the, to the partners by yeah. Cal. And then they trank Lagan, and Black Manta says Cal needs to prove his loyalty to others to enter yeah, the light. because he's like, hey, look, if it were up to me, you'd already be in. Yeah. But unfortunately... Other people want you to do one more test. Yeah, this episode is very good. And this will hit the intro. Yep, it, it hit, hit intro. And then... We see Cal's ship, which has Icicle Jr. And the Terror the Twins. The Terror Twins. Tommy Bobby and uh, Tuppence. Yep. I still think that is a dumb name. Tuppence? It's a word. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I, I know it's a word, but it's yeah. a dumb name. It's a very anyway, They're, and we they're also, weird rednecks. Right. <laughs> and we see... Still, the, yeah, we also we don't see the new person yet though. But we see uh, Junior is still super into Tuppence, and I'm uh, like, oh yeah, of bro. Of course, Tuppence. You got great taste, bro. <laughs> hey, he, he, oh, trust me, I know he does. But unfortunately, he's a creep. Yeah, and of course, Tommy is looking really freaking swole, dude. Looking oh, really brawling, yuck, man. Dude. He's yoked, dude. Yeah, like, dude, he, dude. He even looks at his sister and goes, "Do you lift?" Yeah, That's he's how swole this guy yoked, is. Yoked, bro. Um, it's and then, of course, crazy. they're they're talking about you know how in the world a brand new person could come in and be, you know, right hand to 
pretty much like the yeah. prince or whatever. They they're also talking about how they don't they don't trust black men or don't trust Cal because of all the business with the. Yep. Uh, that's the other thing they mentioned. And is they say we don't even know who Tigress is. So what? And then like. Oh hey, by, hey, by the way, yeah, that other person Tigress. is actually introduced as Tigress. Yeah, this uh, black-haired girl named Tigress, and she's just like so chilling with them. She has a weird. She have a mask on now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She has the mask on. Okay. Yeah. And of course, you know, it's just like. Um, you know, Tuppence, Tuppence and uh, Tommy are just, like, you know, making snide remarks. Yeah. And, of course, Huntress is like, okay, so answer me this. Which one of you wants to take up these grievances with Black, Black Manta? Manta? You know, the father of Cal over here, who, hand, who yep. by the way, handpicked me, by the way, and they all just shut up. Yep, they all be quiet, and they go on their trip. Uh, back in El Paso, Impulse pops up at Jaime's house in costume. Yep, in, <laughs> And in says, yo, let's hang. And he's, he's like, like what are you dude, doing? Like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah, My name yeah. is Jaime, I don't know you. Yeah, we're going straight from the accents, man. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> get your, sorry. Get your butt canceled. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I, I, that is not a normal thing I do, viewers. Back in, is, yeah, just, let's I say, don't, don't dwell on it. Ivy Town. He says, I don't believe this whole um, secret identity thing. I don't get it. Oh, let's just hang out. It's like, okay, no, that's a um, stupid thing. But yes, but then we actually get to Ivy Town where... Um, Cal and Karen, aka Bumblebee. Yeah, yeah, I never yeah, referred to it as it wasn't, it wasn't Cal. It was Mal. Yeah, Mal. Mal, 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 Mal I'm like, no. Oh, yeah, where uh, Mal runs into Bumblebee, or yeah. Karen, as she's called. Yeah, see, so they haven't like, had any alone time. He wants to join her in the lab. And he's and like, she's are like, you sure? It's going to be boring. It's going to be boring for a lot of hours. He's like, I got time. Yeah, it's fun. And then, of course, they go in, and it's, um, who's the who's the doctor that she goes to? It's Ray Palmer. Ray Palmer. That's yeah. right. Dr. Palmer. That's what it is. Yep. Um, and, of course, you know, um, so she accepts and all that. So now we go back down to, uh... Like a pod with Lagan yeah, and two Lagan of the Mantis troopers, and the aliens see that he is. And they, they're talking and they're saying he's a, he's not even a metahuman; he's an Atlantean. And they're saying, "Well, uh, he's just an Atlantean well, buffed by magic." And they say, "Well, the Atlanteans um, did like, evolve from humans, yeah, evolved so... from humans, so metahuman has to be involved." Right? And by the way, this is in. Weird clicks and whatever their alien language. Yeah, it's with crazy subtitles. clicks and whistles and so yeah, it's just like you know. Um, so yeah, we could technically use him, and so of course, um, after all that, we actually go right back to El Paso where Blue Beetle. Oh, is... also uh, while they were talking about that, they also mentioned they see uh, meat, which also is another thing that Fly uh, Impulse yep. was saying in his time. Meat. Yep, that's another term to remember. Uh, Lagan pretends to be asleep. Yeah, and, yeah, and Lagan just like goes back to sleep, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, but then now we go back to El Paso. Yeah, Beetle where... and Impulse. Yeah, Beetle and Impulse off. are just doing their thing. Where Blue Beetle's like, "Yeah, look what I can do! Sonic Blast, Sonic Blast!" And Impulse is like, "Oh yeah, look what I can! Why do you destroy when you can create?" And he just like literally runs around and nothing happens. Yep. <laughs> and Blue's like, "What's going on?" And but and uh, Bart's just like, "Yeah." Less attitude, more altitude, and when Blue Beetle flies up, it's literally made in stones, an exact picture replica yeah. of Impulse by Impulse. Yeah, doing the same gesture he's doing yeah, every just like, yeah, check it out. <laughs> and as that's happening, uh, oh, the, the, the Scarab is like, oh no, we must destroy, destroy. It's like, yeah. dude, chill. Um, but as that, oh, that's happening, we get, they get attacked. Yeah. By the Terror Twins. By the Terror Twins kicking butts. Uh, Blue has the impulse. Uh, Blue and Impulse get the upper hand on them. Um, uh, no, they, no, no, they don't because... Uh, oh, no, they, they, get, they, get to, they get to take advantage of Bicycle Jr. and he freezes. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, they take, get t- taken advantage of, and then they get frozen. And then, of course, it's like, hey, how'd you guys find us? They look up, and they see Cal and this ninja girl, as, yep. they call, as they call her. Like, oh, that makes sense. And, of course, they're trying to fight the Tuppence, uh, the Tuppence, the uh, Terror Twins. Yeah, the Tuppence. Which, uh, <laughs> well, well uh, Blue Beetle is fighting uh, Tuppence, and fails, actually. Yeah. Because he doesn't want to use his gun, apparently. The but deadly one, even, yeah. even, um... Even Impulse goes over to uh, Tommy. Is like punch. Ow, my hand! What are you made of? <laughs> what is he made of? Snips and snails and puppy dog tails. Heck yeah, he is. Like, Tommy, like, Dude, you're great. <laughs> weird redneck, but I love. I like you. Um, and of course, as uh, they get, uh, they get, uh, don't they get bound somehow? Yeah, you like they end up uh, getting uh, tied up again. I think. Yep, they they get tied up and then. Oh uh, well, no no no! It was um, uh, it was um. Impulse that got tied up. Yeah. Because after Huntress like used like uses something to tie him up, he actually is able to shake free, and then she tries it again and it fails. Yeah, and they also find out that they had a tracker, which I think was Blue take it. Um. No. What happens is is um when uh it, 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 like you know Impulse is like oh I know you goes up to Cal who has the yeah. thing and he's just like asking him questions, being like super fast and super witty, kind of like any speedster would, uh-huh. and. It, during all that time, he actually takes the thing and goes, "Hey, I got it. Let's get." And of course, Blue Beetle's like, "Yep, you're right." Oh no! Um, in this one, the Scarab's just like, "We must tactically use a giant beam." He's like, "Or since they outnumber us, we can just retreat now." Yeah. And they do. They both retreat. And yeah, and like while they're leaving, Cal's like, "Oh, it's all part of the plan." And of course, uh, Tommy's just like. You dunderhead! What's going on here? Yeah, and again, just... I get excited. He's like, you idiot! What? Why? Why'd you do it? You let him get away. Yep. Cut to Mount Justice. We see that they come to the base, and Night Freak, what Night was like, "What are you guys doing here?" And Impulse is like, "I got a souvenir. It's a tracker." But... Hey, hey, hey! Souvenirs are Beast Boy's thing. Yeah, he says that's yep. Beast thing, and he says, "Wait, I thought that was the Flash. Like, I thought those kid Flash's thing. What are you talking about?" Yeah, right. <laughs> After that one, of course, Nightwing's like, "To the point, please." Yeah, and, and I found course... this tracker, but it was Cal attacked us, and he's like, "So you brought the tracker here to the base? <laughs> uh, you brought alien technology that you don't have any idea to to our main base." Rookie mistake. Yeah, and Cal, of course, has a second tracker that's using the first one as a Trojan horse, and he takes out all of Young of Mount Justice's security. Yep. <laughs> and then, of course, they can just go in, and uh, that's it. Yeah, ship the ship and Cal swim in, and they uh, the the uh, New Genesis or sphere. sphere. Yep. Yeah, lets Cal in. He's just like, oh hey, it's Cal, and it like, goes away, and it's like, oh, <laughs> it wouldn't still recognize him. Intruder. <laughs> nah. Yeah, it's just Cal. What are you talking about? Uh, Lagan. So now, back to yep, Lagan. Back to Lagan. Yeah. We actually see him in. Uh, in like another room with like a bunch of people, like you actually see like Shimmer, you see Ty, you know the the first Long kid. Shadow, yeah, yeah, long, long Shadow, and a whole bunch of other ones are just like in some kind of storage room. We also see a female alien with her face with the face covering. It's like, yep. oh, who is this weird? Uh, what is she? She's pinkish. I think we yeah, see like pinkish reddish. Yeah, like it's, it's all from the POV of him since that thing. We never seen right, right, yeah. So like the colors distortion is weird. Yeah, but like while he's like, see, we see all the other kids that he's in there with. We see Mal is back in the lab with yeah. B and. Incredibly bored. <laughs> yeah, incredibly bored. And he's like, hey, maybe after this we can go bowling. And she's like, yeah, no, it doesn't exist. And, you know, he keeps bringing up, like, back in high yeah, school. Yeah, oh, we used to go to this place and this place. And she's like, yeah, no, that's gone. That's done. We don't do that yep. anymore. Yep, yeah, he's like, and then as that, all that's happening, Palmer comes in and he's like, hey, so, um... We, we have this test that we can do. And she's yeah, he's like, like yeah. hey, Matt, what's going on? He's really nice to him. And he's like, okay, we have this experiment. He's like, oh, great, it'll be a couple of hours. And he's like, okay, after this. <laughs> and, and, and then Mal just is like, 
displeased and leaves. Yeah, Mouse is like, F this mess, and leaves. Uh, and then, of course, we go back to Mount Justice where Wolf Tigress is Tigress is sneaking into the vents, and we see Wolf. Yeah, and Wolf is just asleep on the lounge, uh, on, like, the couch in the yeah. lounge. And he gets, he, like, gets up and, like, looks around like, hmm? Hmm? Meh. Yeah, and then sleep. they collar him. Yeah, and they get an inhibitor, inhibitor collar on him. Yeah, we see Beast Boy watching his mom's old show. And, Hello, Megan. And he opens the door to see Tuppence, and she just knocks his ass out. Oh, yeah, yeah <laughs> just knocks him out and puts an inhibitor collar on him, yep. too. Um, now, when when he gets the collar on, does he actually revert back to normal? He look? goes to, I think, uh, yeah, his most humanoid-looking form, I think. Is yeah, like, not, uh, not, not like the half-monkey-looking yeah, no, thing that normal, he's usually. Yeah, not his normal monkey um, form. Yeah, and then after that, you know... um. Superboy's in the uh, Superboy is down in the grotto. Morning Artemis still. Yep. And then he uses super hearing and notices the it's one of the intruders. Yep. Tommy and Icicle Jr. Yep. take him down. And of course, Tommy's like, "Hey, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling some major hatred toward this guy." And of course, Icicle Jr. is like, "I'm on board." Yeah, heck yeah, dude. And then like they beat him up, uh, but then uh, Cal stops him. He's like, "No." He's standing in front of Tula's uh, thing. Yeah, uh, more in statue thing. And just like, no, we're not gonna do that. We're gonna can't take them out of here. We have plans for them. And of course, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then, um, yeah, yeah, and you know, they they get inhibitor collared and everything. Well, Nightwing is in the mission room still with uh, Beetle and Impulse. Yeah, and then uh, analyzing, you know, that tracking device when an alarm goes off, and yeah, he he's just like, wow, now I'm the rookie making the mistake. Yeah. Icicle and Tommy try to take Blue and Impulse, but Impulse knocks Tommy, knocks oh, Junior out. Yeah, right? knocks Junior the fuck out. Yeah, uh, but he's then collared and knocked out by Tommy. Yep, and then they're all... I we get the Sips and Sales Puppy Dog Tales line, I think. Oh, no, oh maybe, maybe that yeah, was. I thought that was the first time he fought. But anyway, um, either way, they all get inhibitor collared, in which Nightwing is like, hey, guess what, uh, guess what, to Tigress, by the way, hey, guess what? This doesn't work on me because I don't have superpowers. And then he gets shocked. Yeah, and then shocks him and knocks him out anyway. And like, okay, well, that's handled. Yep. <laughs> the Scarab is still telling Jaime to kill everyone. Kill, <laughs> kill. But Jaime says no, and Cal uh, has a dead man switch that'll blow the whole place if he gets knocked down. Though. Oh, yeah, because he the leaves like, another real. one of those bombs and he's like, hey, see this dead man switch? I let it go. This bomb explodes. So you're you guys uh, should probably not do anything for a while. Oh, and by the way, it's got a five mile radius, so, so don't chase us. Yep. So they take the metahumans and leave Connor and Dick Grayson behind, knocked out. Yep. And uh, Blue. What about Blue? Did they take Blue? Or did no, they, they, they don't take Blue because this is when Blue actually goes and follows. Wait, no, he's knocked out. That's right, because they take a, yeah. impu- they take Impulse and Blue. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he, they're not. He, they're you know they're both knocked out. Blue wakes up, and uh, you know he sees what's going on, and he breaks free. Mm-hmm. And that's when the scarab's like, "Hey, um, that Kill Cal, hey, hey uh, that one Cal, he's bluffing. So let me take full control, and that you can you know free everyone and destroy them." And he does. Yeah, he, he actually lets the scarab take over. The scarab takes out Tigris, Ju- uh, Icicle Junior, and Cal Durham. And now here's the big thing right here. Yeah. When Cal falls down. His his thumb goes off of the uh, the button, yep. and Jaime's like, "No, looks the mountain is not exploding." Yep, it's perfectly so, fine. He's so like, hey, like, "It's a dud." Oh, it was no. It, well, actually, more specifically, he's like, "Hey, he was bluffing. Let's do this." Yep. And then, um, of course, um, like, oh, that's this right. This is when uh, Cal Shock uses his Atlantean magic to shock the Blue Beetle suit, and Tigress darts him. <laughs> yeah, this darts him. It's, and my one of my favorite uh, lines in this. It's a good thing he's still uh, the beetle is still affected by magic 
And sedatives. Yeah, that was really funny. Like, oh. And so they all go back into, uh, you the know, ship. the ship. And, of course, you know. Tommy and Junior say Cal is soft for not oh, killing them. Oh, what a softy. Yeah. He's, he's got a soft spot for the friends. And all of a sudden, Cal looks at Huntress and goes, Do Oh, it. I'm going to say before that, he looks, he says, he looks at Tigress, and from his POV, we see she's a Sardimus. Not yet. No, yeah. He says, yeah. do it. She takes off her mask, and we see his point of view, which is yeah, Artemis, and she's like, you sure? Yeah. And all and he says is just, do it. And they blow Mount Justice up. And, uh, uh, and by the way, viewers, not just, oh, there's a bomb that went out. No, all of Mount Justice is gone. Yeah, like, we'll like we even go back to Happy Harbor, and Mal is, on his, yeah. is driving up, and he's like, hey, watch uh, Mal the Watchtower, Mount Justice is gone. I mean, there was a big explosion, and then he find he actually finds out in the like uh, in the water. He sees the uh, super cycle, quote unquote, yep. also known as sphere, as well as um, the Super Boy. Sphere also. Yeah. Well, uh, and sees uh, Connor and Nightwing on it. Yep. And as he's going, as Mel's going out to swim, um, was it Nightwing or was it Connor that uh, fell off? So that Mel had to get him back. I up? think it was Nightwing who fell yeah, off. Yeah, and then of course he's like. Connor, wake up! Splashes him with water. Um, there's. I thought there was another one because they both carry someone. The, someone's carrying Wolf too. Wolf, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's Connor's carrying Wolf, and Nightwing's being carried by Mal. And you know this new Genesphere sinks to the bottom, turns into orb form, and he's like, "She's gonna be all right." And Connor's like, "Yeah, she just needs some time to heal." Yep. And then uh, of course they swim on back. They swim on back to shore. And we cut to the Hall of Justice where Nightwing is talking to Wally. Yeah, Wally arrives and he's just like, dude. Yeah. The, the, yeah, what the happened crap, with dude? the mission, dude? That, the crap, dude. What is going on? Um, and of course, you know, um, as they were playing, as they were playing the playing up the uh, whole like Calder and Nightwing, you yeah. know, oh, we're enemies. Somehow in their brawl. Um, Calder slipped a uh, a USB drive with a when he lot punched, of when it. he punched him in the stomach. We saw like he gave he gave Dick a really strong punch in the stomach when he was taking all the metahumans away. Yeah, and Dick explains the plan to Wally. They're tracking Lagan to find the aliens, and he gave Dick the intel through that gut punch. Wally is still angry at all the insane risks that they are taking. Oh yeah, <laughs> rightfully so. But of course, everything is going to be explained in the uh, flash drive. Yeah, but Dick refuses to stop going forward with the plan. And then we go. Wally also thinks that Cal might be a triple agent. <laughs> so, wait, 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 he he makes some very good points. He's like, "Look, yeah. you're talking about a guy who lost his girlfriend and also found out that his dad was a really bad enemy." All in practically the same day. Mm-hmm. So what? You think he can't just be a triple agent and actually be against us? And then we cut to uh, the Atlantic Ocean, yep. where we see the uh, Black Manta. He's just like, ah, my son, come with me. Yeah. And then welcome he, to the light. Yep. They go in, and uh, you know, Black Manta introduces everyone to uh, everyone to his son, and even uh, even a uh, Vandal is just like, oh yeah. We, we, we're, we're okay with, uh, you know, family... T- oh, no, it was Ra's al Ghul. Yeah. Like, we're good with family ties. Welcome to the light. And it's time for him to meet the partners. And that is where we end. Yep. Oof, I'm a goof. That was a crazy oh. good episode. I love seeing the Terra Twins back again. <laughs> oh, dude. You know, as much crap as I gave them for the first time, I like seeing them in their element. Yeah, actually seeing them being competent in a group and doing taking out people really easily. I yeah. love how they took and, out the and, entire and team. And not being people who are, you know kind of, you know, not themselves. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. And they actually they, managed... 
they make me laugh so much because they're I really like sure. I like I like the fact that they're Southerners with like you know the the good morals and stuff like that sort of. Um, <laughs> Well, but, so they're pretty uh, bad dudes, but like, oh, they're, oh yeah, they are. They're really, I like how silly and ridiculous that they are. But also, I love that they, yeah, the, his group took down the entire Young Justice squad really easily. They infiltrated and took it. It was a really cool, like, actual villain group versus oh, group, yeah. group that won successfully, and it was really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> speaking of good up. villains and stuff, wrapping this up with the last episode, episode ten, before the dawn. Wait, wait, wait. The last episode was called uh, Darkest. Darkest, and now we're going Before the Dawn? Yeah, Darkest was a weird word for a title, if <laughs> you ask me. Well, yeah. no, now, I can understand why. We'll get to that after No, I understand episode. why, but I'm saying the yeah. word, just Darkest, is a oh, weird darkest. word. Oh, <laughs> Darkest. Um, but anyway... Um, Starts we... on Hymas skateboarding by Cord Industries late uh, late one night heading home. And then suddenly a huge explosion happens and Ooh. his shirt catches on fire <laughs> really weirdly. Yeah, for some reason. He pulls it off and as he's doing that, a crazy uh, scarab comes flying out and it jumps on his back and just latches into him. Ah, uh, because that's how it works. And we find out he wakes up because it's it was a like a flashback nightmare? Yeah, it's a flashback memory, I guess. Jaime is in still in the Metatubes over the Pacific Ocean. Yep. And the and Beetle blames Jaime for getting them taken. He says, you fool. Yeah, you fool. <laughs> um, and then we also see um, uh, the, like the, 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 the two uh, aliens. Also, we thought, oh, sorry, we're going to find out that the, it's been eight months since he got the Beetle attached to him. Uh, yep, at that point, yep, it's been eight months and also, we hear um, we hear some conversation from those two aliens. Yep, there's a pinkish, reddish female one who is a scientist. And, and a, like a, a greenish, greenish kind of one. Uh, yeah, a greenish aqua male who is the ambassador. Yep, and of course, you know, there's like some kind of like weird snip, uh, like clicks and stuff. But the scarab is like, hey, I'm translating for you. Yep. Finally, we get to hear them speak in English. Um, and then, of course, the, sci- the scientist one, the lady, is just like, hey... Um, we need we need to go through the memory files uh, from the last eight months um, since it fu- since it fused with this meat. Yep. And of course, um, you know the companions just like, why don't we just rebu- reboot the scarab? Yeah. You know? Well, we have to kill the guy. Right? And it's always fresh meat. And as they're talking, we see a larger yep. alien. Question mark. Yeah, larger alien, but it's actually I was already sort of referred to him as Black Beetle. Oh yeah, he he, looks, I was gonna say like, they don't they don't necessarily. Yeah, Beetle's face looks exactly like Blue yeah. Beetle. But yeah, black. he he he's he's Black Beetle. He literally yeah. looks like Blue Beetle, only he's really buff, has that amazing yep. deep voice, yeah. and uh, he's like you. And, uh, dude, yeah, and he, he, and he's just, he, he, his color coding is black. Yeah, Kevin Gravo, he is a comic writer, and he's a, uh, of course, huge dude. He's also an actor. He was, um, in, like, a lot of the, uh, Underworld movies. But mainly he's a comic writer, he's, like, an actor, he's done a ton of stuff. Uh, who's yeah. in the Underworld movies? He was one of the big, he was the big black werewolf in oh, a yeah, couple oh, of yeah. them. Yeah, I, I, You recognize this crazy, if you, if you saw the movies again, you recognize this insane oh, voice. Oh, definitely. <laughs> He um, says yeah. he, he says that she he says that the the scientists that like, you just like playing with the meat and she's like well that's true yeah, yeah and it, it, doesn't he also tell him yeah you sh-, he's like you should reboot it even if it does kill the host yeah and this is when we finally see that the aliens are called the Reach the Reach and, and this is when we get the title card yep uh, this is what or I, I don't know I don't I don't have the title card thing in my notes <laughs> uh, but anyway well I, I think it is because the next scene we get after the title card is. The, the green one, the ambassador, I think he is, um, is giving Aqualad a tour of the Reach ship. Yep. And then, of course, you know, he's just like, ah, you know, this is, this hall, you know, this is all about the Reach and what, we, what we're doing. Um, and then he, they go into the lab, and he's like, ah, and this is the scientist lady. And she's like, oh, 
you're the one who gave us the, uh, the meat. Yeah. Gratitude. Yeah. And, it, yeah, and it, that's how they say thank you. It's just, it's just <laughs> the word gratitude. We also definitely explain the plan, which is they're, they're looking for the metagene, which is something that allows people to get crazy powers after horrific or deadly events. Yep. The scientist says that they are trying to unlock them in normal humans. Yep, and then there's a, there's a, another room, like I think yeah. another lab or something. They go to another lab and they show Beast Boy and Impulse being tortured, and they say, oh, these are where people who already have it, we're just trying to figure out how to copy their powers. Right, uh, uh, there's a room, I forget what room it is, mm-hmm. but Calder's like, what about this room? And they're like, yeah, it's not your concern. Yeah, they don't let Cal back into the back lab where Beetle is. Oh, and... that, that's what it was. It was, uh, oh, that's right, because he sees uh, Impulse and the others yeah. like, getting zapped, and then he asks about Blue Beetle, and he's like, that is not your concern. Yeah, he is now of the reach. Yep, and then they're just like, he's just like, okay, fine. And then, of course, um, yeah, he, you know, the ambassador's like, you can give us more test subjects, yeah. right? In Star City, we see a bunch of kids in cages, and Tigress is, like, pod-kidding them, just putting yeah. them in pods. All right, into the pods, now! Yeah. And then, of course... Um, as all that's happening, we get three of the uh, uh, of the uh, kids are well, Tim, Barbara, and inside inside Tim's pocket, yep. Bumblebee, Karen Bumblebee. Karen, that's her name now, Karen, Karen Bumblebee. Bumblebee yep. <laughs> uh, Mantis boys are loading the ship with all the people. Uh, let's see, load them as. Oh yeah, McGann, Wonder Girl, and Dick are following. Are they in the uh, the Martian ship? Um, the bioship? Yeah, yeah, I think they're following in the bioship. Uh, I think Dick says that Aquaman is giving them intel. Uh, he says Aquaman's giving them Yeah, oh, Aqualad is giving them intel, and I give away Cal. Okay, yep. yeah, let's say, like, how did you guys find out about this uh, shipment, and how did you guys find out about this place? Oh, yeah. like, oh, Aquaman told us, don't worry about yeah, that. A- Aquaman did, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, of course, uh, we go back to uh, another weird flashback. Another where, Jaime, yeah. Yep, where Jaime and Ty are skateboarding. Yep. And, of course, you know, they're you're, they're having a good time and everything. But all of a sudden, there's, like, this strange fog. And, you know, Jaime's like, hey, what's going on? Uh, Ty, Ty actually answers, only it sounds like weird clicks and stuff. Yeah. And he awakes to hear Black Beetle telling the scientist to remove the scarab and kill Jaime in the process. Yep. And, uh, and as that's going on... You Tigress know, is at the shipping docks. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It is yeah. the shipping docks. And Dix says it looks like there might be a bomb there. And Wonder Girl says it looks like the beetle armor. Oh, yeah, it does. Yep. Which is the first time we actually acknowledge, like, oh, 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 the beetle armor actually looks like this crazy alien tech we've been seeing for a while now. <laughs> yep. And then, of course, um, you know, uh, Nightwing's like, hey, Miss Oh, Marcia. the bomb, they, they see the base, too. They yeah, they, they, they're the seeing the inside. And, um, you know, now uh, all of the, uh, like, the three that are inside the pods are actually, like, now getting carted in to where all the other ones are. Yep. And, of course, um, I think it's at this moment where they're like, hey, should we wait any longer? And they're like, no, we should actually start doing this now because yep. if we do this, we're going to wait forever. Yeah, McGann jumps out of the ship and gives herself gills, and then the pressure shrinks her, which is a very funny and weird scene. It's like, what the hell's right? happening to her? Uh, Barbara and Tim uh, get in the pods, and McGann. See, yeah, uh, with McGann, see, and they like eye the aliens. Also, Cal, it, like they they don't want to they want to avoid Cal so they doesn't see them. Yes, While correct. They, they, the they, they want to avoid Cal with with everything. Only not everyone gets the memo for that. No one knows except for Dick on this team. <laughs> I know, well, but anyway, yeah. So they try to avoid to not make a big scene. Yeah, they and are then, counting. They uh, they find the pods for all of the kids except for Jaime. Yeah, except for Jaime, and of course, um, as, you know, they're leading all the kids to the shipping docks where you know Wonder uh, Wonder Girl is just like, come on, let's go, let's let's do this. And um, we also Impulse is like, wait, where's Jaime? Sorry, gotta find him. 
Yeah, he leaves. Um, again, rescues Wally. Or Wally. Rescues uh, Impulse and Beast Boy, but we, yeah, he ditches. Connor takes out Tigress and Manta Boys, but they, yep. the Bat Kids also help, and they, tell you they free the rest of the people. They, or he they frees they them. Do. Yeah, he frees the Bat Kids. <laughs> they do. And um, also, as they're doing more, uh, like, more going to the shipping dock, um, I think... Isn't this also when uh, Miss finally, Martian finds, yeah, finally it, finds Cal? And she's like you, and then she's like, he attacks him. Oh, she is infuriated. Yeah. Like she doesn't even just like with all the other victims, mm-hmm. she doesn't care. She pretty much puts Calder in a. Well, we don't know yet because yeah. <laughs> uh, in, in a mind, begins, in a mind lock, she begins because, yeah, to psychically attack to, him. Yeah. And of course, Cal is just like, I can do this. Well, before that, Connor tries to go back, but Black Beetle just knocks his ass out, and Wonder Girl officially gives him his name as Black Beetle at this point. Yeah, because the first time it's ever mentioned, she's like, hey, you, Black Beetle, if you you surrender now, we'll uh, we'll go easy on you. And Black Beetle's response is just, (laughs) he's just like, you, easy on me. Yeah, because it's crazy evil life. Starts laughing, and I think Bumblebee said the best line ever. (laughs) That is never a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just want to see Impulse, like, like in slow-mo, just, like, going through all of the labs trying to find Jaime. He knocks out scientists, and when he finds him, and he frees... Yep, frees Jaime yeah. from uh, the weird, torturey thing. Yeah, and then when we go back to him again, still doing her still crazy doing her attack. We just see it from her POV. We see a clip show of all the scenes and stuff, and the whole yep. plan. And she, and she goes, dude, she goes heavy on this, like, yeah, to it's the just point like, where the she actually digs so deep, she figures out that... Artemis is not dead, and that this is yeah. all a, this is all a ploy that she that that uh, they and Nightwing and uh, Wally are a part of, and it her it go she goes so deep that she literally knocks uh, Calderon in a coma like yep. state, yeah, and yeah. Huntress goes over and Tigress, gra- Tigress. Huntress is her mother. Ah, Mom. I'm sorry, Tigress <laughs> Tigress goes over and like goes to pick up Cal and just looks and. McGann can yep. see the actual true tigress at this well, point. She it, says, McGann, what did you do? Yeah, what you what have you done? And then, of course, to keep to, to keep face. Um, yeah, then she takes him and runs. Or uh, uh, while uh, Beast Boy is about to attack, but then they just like they ditch and like leave. Yep, and now McGann is like in a stupor. Yep, uh, back with Black Beetle, he is taking out all of the members very handily, very uh, easily, mind. Except you. for one, there's one black kid with mini dreads who's just kind of sitting there confused. Like, What's going on? This is weird. No, we don't know who he is yet. Okay, fine. (laughs) This very obviously seeming a character. It's Black Kid with mini dreads. Uh, And just like, oh, what's going on? He's watching. Uh, Black Beetle continues to overpower everyone in really cool ways. Knocking them out, like stapling them into the walls. Kids, uh, the the kid with the dreads gets a gun and And, and tries to shoot it. (laughs) And and, and at one point, um, McGann and Garth get to the door. And uh, uh, Beast Boy's like, hey, why don't you just, you know... Snap out of it and... Oh, not yet, not yet. They're, oh. still, they're still in the middle of the fight when the kid gets the gun, tries to stop them, but then uh, Shimmer, who was with the bad guys but taken with them... Right. Just, like, without with mess up with that, they just, uh, like, just left her with them. But, yeah. like, she's, like, holding the wall and accidentally melts, melts it, the... and it brushes water. That's, no, that's, that's not yet, though. Because that, 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 oh no no she doesn't do she doesn't do the wall she just gets the kid yeah, with gets the gun. and she's just like oh yeah to help I got Black this. Beetle yeah she yeah. like starts she's like with hey them. I like you kind of thing and he it, like not with words but she's like hey I'll help you and Black Beetle's just like good meat yeah um, and also this time we see a flash forward we see our we see uh, is it Impulse again in the future we see oh uh, yeah, it, yeah it's a, it's a future where you see uh, Bart Impulse, working in ashes yeah, in the working future. in ashes and then you hear like 
get back to work, meat, and you see who's saying it, it's and a, it's Blue Beetle. Yeah, weird, Like, buff, super big buff tune. and, like, with a hell of a lot of weapons Yeah, and stuff. he's just huge and crazy looking. He says the reason he's come back is to stop Jaime. Yeah, it's to stop Jaime for actually being that. And Jaime's like, no, I'm me. And Impulse is like, I know, but, but it's gonna happen, happen eventually. McGann reconnects with the group. She's still a little off and dazed. Her and Garth are stuck on the outside of the thing. And while... she's still dazed, but after a while, like, uh, but, uh, Beast Boy's like, hey, Use density ship maybe and get through the door. Yeah. McGann gets halfway through the door. Oh, I would say before that, Dick and the kids on the other side manage to get to their base. Black Beetle is in the middle room fighting everyone who he can fight. And then, yeah, Megan, who's still like, huh, what's going on? Real zonked out and tired and awkward. Uh, she half phases and then Black Beetle changes the density, knocking her out. Yeah, knocking her out. He's like, what did you do? And then we get the best line, I think, in the entire series so far. Oh, yep, say it. Say it. Which is like, oh, don't be jealous. I can put you through the door, too. Halfway. The, the hard, hard way. way. <laughs> I love it so much. And then, literally, just proceeds to keep Slam her for five her. minutes. <laughs> like, almost, it feels like for five minutes, just on the door, just slam, slam, slam. I'm like, dude. Yeah, okay, it look, was brutal. I know, I, I, I like, know like, in season one, we had, like, some visceral-looking, like, skin rips yeah, kind of things. But this right oh, yeah, here. This was rough. Like, You're just, like, slamming for five minutes. It's like, like, cutting to, like, everyone else knocked out in the room and just still, like, bam, bam, bam. You can bring the background. It's like, oh, my God. That's crazy. And then, of course, the uh, the door opens. Yep. Jaime, and, Impulse, and Garth show up. Yep. Jaime, Hi- Jaime comes in, and he and Black Beetle just go to town. Oh, well, yeah. He said he gives the Beetle. He, like, the yeah. Beetle's like, you can't take him. Give me full control. And just like, okay. And he's like, you're right. Let's do this. Yeah. And now... Black and blue are getting black and blue. Not really. <laughs> and uh, and now that, as all yeah. this is happening, you know, um, this is when Shimmer gets upset as he's holding the wall. I'll say Batgirl gets the rest of the gang out while Blue fights and yep. Blue takes back control. Yep, and then of course, um, as all of this is happening, this is when Shimmer burns the wall and yeah, starts making water and floods the whole area with water. Batgirl has the whole team leave on the ship without Jaime, who fights, who stays to fight. Yep, who stays to fight. And um, I forget what happens. Like, the, the fighting is like, we're talking, like, they even do, like, Jaime combines both of his arms and oh, yeah, shoots a giant Yeah, thing. Black and Blue are blasting each other, uh, but he, uh, Blue manages to escape through the hole that Shimmer made. Uh, by accident, by mind. Actually, kind of, yeah, he's, like, kind of passed out. Yeah, because he's kind of passed out, but then, yeah. the, like, the pressure and the current just, like, takes him out. Yeah, Lagan manages to save Jaime and bring him onto the ship. Yep. Megan is still pretty zonked out from that whole situation. Yeah, from the whole ordeal and yep. of course, um, uh, Blue Beetle wakes up and sees that, you know, Impulse is just like, hey, it's like, hey, dude. And of course, Jaime's like, it's me. Oh, He's before like, that, uh, we see uh, when Megan's still zonked, Dick asks her to drive the ship and she's still kind of, uh, and then Beast Boy tells her, oh, she uh, mind blanked Cal. And this is when we um, see the, which is it, the uh, Watchtower? Yeah, 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 we telling we Captain Adam and Aquaman about the Reach. Yep, and how, how they were successful and how they, uh, they know about the Reach, and, uh, you know, and, but they move their ship elsewhere. Yep, the, but, uh, like, I just he's saying, don't worry, we have all the information that we can expose them. Just as that, we see the news. Aquaman's like, hey, by the way, you should probably see this. Yep. And we get, we get, are you ready for this? G. Gordon covering 
a segment where these new aliens have come to, like, the uh, United Nations. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, introduced themselves. Yeah, they've openly said it. And he's like, this is great. This is wonderful. Hey, hey we need... It. This is exactly how aliens should. And the Reach are like, you know, we are the Reach. We are peaceful. And we want to help your planet. Yeah. And it's like, we welcome you with open arms. Yeah, it's very sweet. And of course, G. Gordon's like, now, here's how you do it, folks. Yeah. You just do it nicely and through the front door. Not like... Some leaguers we know. Yeah, Dick says at least they know what they're up against, and we, we see go a the huge Mariana, fleet. The Mariana Trench. Yep, and we and see a huge fleet. There's um, a huge fleet the, underneath. underneath. And that is where <laughs> they end the episode. Episode Oof. end. I'm end. Glad, yeah, the Reach. I, I, I'm so barely familiar. Like, I think... Uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths ended with Jaime first getting the Beetle, which is a huge comic event for when he became Blue Beetle. Oh, so it's that funny, huh? Funny? Comic. Oh, shut up. Anyway. Um, but <laughs> but like, yeah. yeah, I like the character a lot in this. He's really cool. And also, he's like, popped up in a lot of I, I have to, I have to admit, I never knew much about Blue Beetle except for, well, Injustice and mm-hmm. that stuff. But seeing Jaime and Blue, Be- Blue Beetle in this... I actually do like him a lot. He's also in Batman: The Brave and the Bold, pretty featured heavily. But well. I don't watch that, so. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Oh my goodness, there was a lot that went in, and uh, dude, again, I love and hate Black Beetle. Black well, Beetle's great. <laughs> well, I hate, I hate him because you're supposed to do that with villains. That yeah. means he's a good villain for me to hate. Him. <laughs> but I also love him because first off, I'm gonna say this again. That voice. Yeah, that's insane. Oh my goodness, I love that. He was the best casting for he that. He was incredible, and yeah. of course, he's Blue Beetle, only stronger. Yeah, his abilities are great. His like, style of appearance looks really cool. And also, the uh, character is really evil and awesome. It's a really... Yeah, yeah he's, he's amazing. A, he's an amazing and, character. I'm glad I'm good to see more of him. In and the, like we said episodes. about in the last, the last episode, uh, the, t- the, the Terror Twins being in their element, not yeah. like someone else's being... Mm, it was so happy. I was so happy. Yeah, Blue Beetle's fantastic. I'm glad he's such a great... Or Black Beetle's so fantastic. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And Blue Beetle's great, too. And I, I like the Reach. I, I, like I said, I barely yeah, know anything about them, but that's the only they're, cool. They're, they're interesting. Like, mm-hmm. at this point, they are very interesting. To yeah, and least. we're going to find out more in two weeks when we cover that so batch of episodes. But uh, I loved it. I'm really happy about the uh, this one we had. Or any plugs? Any plugs? Uh, no, but... I mean, I, I'm working on a few things, especially that Facebook page. I keep promising you guys there are there are a lot of hitches at my uh, in my personal life, but now I should be able to actually start doing that now. All right, I got. But, yeah. but people who already uh, who watch the show a lot or even new ones know that you have plenty of plugs. Of what course, are they? Matthew Lewis P on Twitter, Matthew Lewis Podcasts on Patreon, Matthew Lewis Podcasts on YouTube. Also, I don't know where you're listening to it, but you can also find the podcast on uh, Apple iTunes or the RSS feed's always in links somewhere. I uh, hope you guys enjoy and keep listening. Yep, keep it. Yeah, keep listening and enjoy the night. Yep, keep it. What? Hey, <laughs> keep it sleazy. Wait, we're trying. We're trying different things. All right. At least I'm trying. Darn it! I guess just going with. I like keep it sleazy. I like keeping it sleazy, guys. Bye. <laughs>